1: This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for 2 Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last.
0: Kroger,
2: fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.
0: And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save $0.50 cents each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
3: Welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast, where we cover One Piece, My Hero, Black Clover, Mashal, Dr. Stone, and Jujutsu Kaisen, week to week, back this week covering Weekly Shonen Jump, issue number 39. I'm your host, Igaru. Knox. Melo Meloyedas. And as always, before we get started, we just ask that you take a look in the description box down below, where you can find links to any and all of our individual social media accounts, such as Twitter, online communities like Discord, places to listen to the podcast, like you know, Apple, Spotify, whatever, wherever you prefer, as well as links to support the podcast, such as our Patreon that you can check out and our online shop, which we actually just opened back up today. Opened up to the public again after we kind of pulled it back. We wanted to kind of make some design overhauls and, and just reevaluate kind of what we were putting out. So we're coming out with a new line of merchandise here soon. It's open to the public. Mm-hmm. you have can go check that out. It's it's gonna be some fire shit. So with all that said also like the goddamn video, subscribe to the channel for more fire ass content week to week, and there is also timestamps in the description that you can use to navigate through the video and avoid spoilers if you need to. Yes. So, fire ass weekend jump, y'all. How y'all? Yeah. You know what I'm How y'all feeling about this weekend jump? I, oh, I'm, it was feeling, I'm feeling.
4: I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling things. Um, I'm
3: feeling I, things.
4: I think. I think the majority of the magazine was was incredible this week with a couple. A couple um that you know we'll talk about later that weren't so great.
5: <laughs> There's motherfucker nods, So we might yeah.
3: as well get started. Yeah. Chapter 156 of Jujutsu Kaisen Twinkling Stars. And uh what a chapter. I was way the fuck off base with my theory about her ability obviously Uh, i thought uh, it had to do with with magnetism same she's like it feels like it has more to do with gravity as far Uh, as like stars they're talking about stars and constellations and yeah it's a lot to
0: unpack
4: it's this Mm -hmm. is this is one of those chapters where it's like you gotta read it at least three times at least i had to before i felt okay with with my with what i consider to be my understanding of the chapter, but I mean, like after after you reread it a couple times, it starts to make enough sense, even if it'll probably be really hard to just flat out explain. You know, the ability in your own yeah. words. I mean, a lot of people have had a pretty good, uh, pretty easy time doing that. But me myself, I'm just like, I wouldn't know how to how to say this to anybody. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to explain this technique to somebody. But yeah, but, yeah, it,
1: it definitely. I feel like in the previous chapters, they were talking about how Karara um, and okay. Her homeboy, their techniques aren't traditional yep. curse techniques. So I yep. was like, okay, you know what? I'm ready for something off the beaten path. Yeah, and I was like, all right. You literally made a game, like, yeah. like it. It's it's very mu- It feels very much like a Nen ability. Whereas like. Yeah. you have to do these things and like you know you have to like you know do five across and
4: yeah
3: all this yeah. stuff you gotta run it. in a circle three times do a backflip and three jumping jacks type <laughs> yeah. shit. it's very so much I like the Simon superpowers says, episode kind where of max said some funny ass shit yeah
4: there's definitely big hunter hunter vibes in this chapter um just the dialogue to, that's necessary to explain the ability in combat in conversation in internal monologues without it just being a textbook is like really impressive actually the way that gege kind of strung this chapter together and it kind of condensed it condensed it yeah it just made it you know manga chapter worthy you know what i mean like something like this is like something like something
3: yeah that like as opposed to hunter hunter yeah i feel like gege really outshines um togashi in in that specific area of his of their ability to to weave these uh, explanations on these abilities and this these inner monologues and and stuff like that into the events of the chapter much more smoothly, where like you know you don't get these big walls of text because they're just like the dialogue is basically evenly you know evenly spaced out between the panels as they're doing other shit still. Sure. So yeah. I think the chapter still flows really nicely while you're getting this explanation and this dialogue the monologue whatever it is in the situation yeah which is why it doesn't feel as stagnating or as like as much of an obstacle as in some cases hunter hunter you know yeah
4: an obstacle yeah i mean it's it's yeah. a lot but you're not like inundated with mm-hmm. complexity i mean like some people i'm sure you know might say that they that they were but at the end of the day i think i do agree that the composition of the way the story is told with the ability included um and it's been a while since i've read hunter hunter so who knows but i I think i do agree with you right
3: now at least for this chapter it's just nice where you get like even uh, even here on like uh going from page seven into like eight and nine where you get like you know these big walls of text right but like they're they're mixed in with like these diagrams or like a picture yeah. of, you know, a, a panel of Megumi and, and Panda like actually having a conversation instead of just like a whole yeah panel of text. Yeah. You know? They break it up. They it break it feels, up. It just feels it feels really nice, yeah. It's snappy, you know, the, con- the the
4: dialogue is like kind of like snappy from like person to person. There's multiple perspectives involved that all have thoughts and all have dialogue pertaining to figuring out the abilities, so whereas like Instead of like a textbook where you're just learning the information through, you know, one internal monologue that's figured everything out, you get little bits and pieces here. So it's kind of um, it kind of gives that that uh, that thrill of the hunt or that thrill of the chase, that puzzle, you know, like kind of feeling like you're trying to put together like a or figure out a Rubik's cube or something like that. So it gives a similar sensation to that, which I guess kind of carries you through um the explanations a lot because you just want to get to the bottom of it you know what i mean you want to understand it because it's been built up for multiple chapters so you're like no i'm getting this you know what i mean you're like no i'm i am understanding this for sure you know so that drive to to want to get it kind of helps you through it but but yeah as far as like this chapter is like a total package man like like the action is incredible the plan the dialogue the way they figure it out the way that it is very cat and mousey while they're figuring it out um and like you think that you know you know like while they're putting it together you're like oh okay i think i got it and then new information kind of like comes in that kind of like has you rearrange your ideas of like what is actually happening until you get to the end of the chapter and you're like okay 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 and you start connecting yeah, you know, the like, dots. Mm, no mm, pun mm, intended mm, yeah you got it huh? <laughs> right yeah <laughs> but this ability we'll is see. cool like who thinks of this kind of shit dude like yeah, like Southern Cross constellation technique.
3: Yeah, well, and what? so like let's kind of dive into this a little bit because you, it's a good conversation to have because I I only read the chapter like maybe once and then skimmed over it again. Sure. And uh, you've read it for three times probably. So like let's let's kind of unpack this ability. Like so, it basically locks you to a certain point in this constellation when you get marked with the con- with the corresponding star, mm-hmm. and. You then have to pass through the other stars in a in a certain way in order to get to said star that you want to get to, whatever given star that is. Oh um,
1: yeah, or it rejects you until that point. Like, right. basically, you can't skip the line. You have yep. to go to your neighboring stars. Right. Yeah. Um, it's better it's, if
4: you instead of using like Awkrux and Gakrux, it's like way better if you just like assign numbers
1: yeah it's like north southwest right like if you use the rose compass or something like that just be like oh yeah if i'm south and i need to go north i have to go to west or east before i even touch north
4: yeah right
1: so yeah. that's that's basically my understanding of the, of the ability. That
4: was a really simple uh-huh. way to put it. That, that's, like, what's necessary right now. Like, I'm sure, yeah, like, like, you said that, and I was like, oh, shit, that makes a lot of sense.
1: That's <laughs> stripped down to its basic components. Yeah. For that, sure. um, <laughs> the, whole, the empirical method. <laughs>
4: um. But, yeah, so basically it's, like, okay, so, like, if you're, if you are, you know, marking number one and you want to get to
3: marking number three, you got to go through two. So you know like what I mean? when you so like when you're saying one, are you saying Gakru? I mean, sure, yeah. Any you know given I mean? one, just associate a star with it.
4: Yeah, um, man. Once right I right once right on I it. start associating the stars with numbers, and it's like I gotta like reread the chapter again to like make sure that those that those names are like appropriate <laughs> I mean, numbers. You know what I mean? But know, it's, it's, Gakru it's
3: Gakru is the top one. Mimosa. Sure. Okay. So like. Okay. Gakru yeah. Is so more. according
4: to this diagram on page fifteen, so if if yep. if you're trying to get to Gakrux and you're a Crux you gotta go through Ginon and Imai,
3: or Mimosa, to get either one to of God the two. Cross. Do you think, or is it I, is it one specific path? It's hard to say. Really, we don't really know. Um,
4: uh, I, th- I feel like we do know, and I just I just can't. Um.
3: Yeah. Oh, the order the order uh, follows the stars from nearest to furthest. Exactly. Right, right, so, right, right, right. You gotta go to the nearest star to you. Oh, so way. maybe...
1: Yeah, so if you're Emi, you need to go to Ginon, then yeah. Akruks, yeah. then Mimosa, mm-hmm. and then Gakruks at the end. Because yeah, Ginon is a bridge that sets it into a clockwise pattern. Right. Really? Yeah. And because yeah, right. Panda was the first one, they get sent with... They get hit with the Emi, And because... She's doesn't want like Ginon. She's already got Ginon set. She hits Megumi with Akrux and she's Mimosa.
3: No, she's Ginon. She's Ginon. She's Ginon in that a little uh, yeah, that little is, light she... box on the ground. Where are is they Mimosa. are, Guinan. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. So they're setting it up. Yeah. um yeah, no, tricky, tricky ability. It's um, a
4: lot, like, I get it, like, when I read it, but, like, trying to talk about it is fucked up. It's hard but, to like,
1: translate it outside of the language that's already used. Right, right. Um, it's, it's literally, like, a clockwise compass. So if you start at north and you designate it as home base, you go clockwise. And th- at the 3 o'clock, at the 4 o'clock, you know, uh, 6 o'clock, you have to go through that to 9 o'clock before you get to midnight. And, mm-hmm. like, that's literally what you have to do to get there. You but if you're marked kinda...
4: with the, if you're marked with the same as another one, then obviously you're attracted to it. Mm-hmm. And then if you're marked with a different one, you have to find out which other ones are on the path ahead, you know, in your way to that one. And you have to touch those points before you'll have access to it.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah, I
1: like it. It's, um, one of the things I like about, uh, Horror and Jujutsu Kaisen and a little bit of like, like Hunter X Hunter is that, um, what is observable is absolutely necessary. They have to use kind of their own scientific method, have their hypotheses, have their observable things, and like kind of do like a mental checklist and rundown of what is and what isn't possible based on what they can observe. Yeah, right. right. And then I like how they're so geared towards observation to understanding. And then when they run into things like um, like all the curses and stuff, being able to observe them is horrifying, right? Like, yeah. they're geared towards understanding and observation, and when you understand something that is truly, truly awful, it is disgusting. And then you have to fight, like, that kind of emotional response of, like, I want to throw up.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. But then, shout out to Megumi for, like, yeah. big-braining the fuck out of this entire, like, situation, like... Megumi's he's been getting a lot. One. What did you say?
1: He's the clever one. He is the like, clever
4: one. Like, like to the Nobara
1: and yeah. Yuji share brain cells sometimes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Megumi's definitely um the kind of like clever character that like feels familiar but is still like totally his own thing at the same time. Like he's the way that he I feel like a lot of the um the the more the the higher intellect characters in shonen like have like a con- an air of confidence around them. You know what I mean? All the time, where they're very confident in their intellect, and they they have this kind of um, aura to them that that kind of shows that. Megumi's obviously yep. very timid and like reserved a lot of the time, and like not, you know, as confident in himself as he should be considering his his obvious capabilities and his feats in the series. He's got Gojo and Sakuna, you know, with their eyes on him, and we are seeing, you know, throughout the series all of those reasons why it's making a lot more sense the farther the series goes. Why these god tier characters are so interested in him and i love the subtle you know delivery of that inside of jujutsu kaisen it's... because it, it, it is very unorthodox to have a character this smart with this kind of personality that isn't arrogant yeah exactly it's, it's
1: really refreshing to see like i i like uh page uh six the southern cross when karara uh reacts he reacts and he's like Oh wait! I was right. Like right. he wasn't entirely sure. He's just like this could he's be taking
3: a, a shot in the dark. He
1: took a shot in the dark, and yeah. he's just like, "Oh, thank God, my sister was also an astrology ho. Fantastic."
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the um, I love the trial and error, you know, aspect to it. Because if there's one thing that just thinking about Hunter Hunter as a parallel right now, if, it seems like even though we know and it's and it's established very on that characters, you know just at base level in hunter hunter are just like above average intellect to like the average person you know what i mean like everybody seems to have a really good head on their shoulders even if they're weak in hunter hunter and the really higher level ones you know what i mean like inside of the main cast or inside of you know main uh main ish secondary like level like right under that characters are all like wildly capable intellectually and it always seems like they kind of figure everything out a little bit too quick i've heard that complaint before but inside of this, you get that trial and error, you get those potential, you know, fails. And sometimes you just outright do fail, you just outright do get the information wrong in, in Jujutsu Kaisen, you know, some of the time. So that is that is one thing that we can say, like, even if we're drawing parallels, is kind of different and is kind of um, refreshing since there are so many parallels there. You don't want it to feel too much like something, even though this one, this chapter right here, I haven't felt like such an intense Hunter Hunter vibe from... From Jujutsu Kaisen since uh, the exchange event, probably, when mm-hmm. Toto was, like, deducing Hanami's, like, technique and, like, breaking down all of the Dude, the moves yeah. he's used so far, like, internally. Yes. Like, that was, like, super Togashi vibes there. And, like, even, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, even, you know, like, for the the way that these... I haven't really done JoJo's too much, but I've heard enough to know that Nen is kind of, like, loosely based off of stands and the combats, you know, are, are, are similar in regard to like strategy and like layered thinking you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. so like i love i love this vibe and i love that it's got its own its own vibe inside of that vibe you know what i mean
1: yeah i like how the characters like you were saying the characters don't seem overly informed right about anything like like um in that moment uh fushiguro page page five I still haven't got a clue, but I know one thing. The base of this curse technique is a constellation. And then um, they talk about, like, this suggests five or more stars. Is there a sixth one? I hope there aren't, because even five doesn't make sense for a cross. Right. And then, like, Panda's reaction to getting attacked by um, the the my to E-My... Uh, proximity, bro. Proximity. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Proximity to their... Uh, like the car Mm -hmm. he catches it throws it is immediately told don't throw it it'll come right back to you gets hit for the double smack yeah that's fucking hilarious get my good side both my sides are good sides ow yeah
4: yeah that's hilarious and i love how like even though his sister was you know a constellation geek you know or like a star geek astrology geek or whatever Um, that's, that information just, like, wasn't enough to figure out the whole ability, you know what I mean? It was just Mm -hmm. enough for him to know that, like, it's working like a constellation, and then he still kind of had to do, like, everything else after that. So even though he, like, there is kind of, like, a convenient, you know, piece of, of development that we've gotten for, for Sumiki, kind of injected in this chapter to help Fushiguro out with his deduction of the, of the technique it's still, like, not overbearing hand wave, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, cool, your sister was in, your sister was in, was into astrology, you, 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 that's enough of a tether to where you're like, okay, this is kind of, this is a a constellation, you know what I mean? Or maybe it's because of the names, right? So maybe that's why he saw the markings and just, like, recognized the names of the, on the, on the markings and, like, put it to the constellation or, uh, tied it to you know to his sister in that way but then he still had to like do the rest i want to say you know what i mean so like that's still it, it just feels good you know what i mean and, even yeah. though there was kind of and like I feel a, like a convenient the injection there
1: references oh this is where he got that kind of outside knowledge because like if he didn't you'd be like okay so megumi knows about stars and right. he might be a horoscope nerd like yeah Okay, hey, cool, I'm going to accept that, but I, I do like that little touch. It's a very small dialogue moment, but like, it carries through. It rounds out his character in a way. Yeah. Um, I really like how he outplays um, Karara at the last second. He's like, I've been doing all this stuff, testing the boundaries, trying to figure out how this move works, and I still had a backup, just in case, based on what I could observe The first time I got a dog yeeted at me. (laughs)
4: Yeah. Yeah, that last part of the chapter is wild with the Totality Hound. Oh my god. It it was always trying to reach him, but he had it planted behind the wall. So it was just Mm -hmm. intercepted by the wall until he moved, until he got Kirara in position to allow Totality to kind of like leave behind the wall. And then, and you know, close line her. And, and then just clothesline them. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was just wild.
1: I that dog. Just like, Hey, gotcha. Yeah.
4: And, <laughs> and man, when I turn this page on a uh, nine to 10 and key over the car and just like,
0: imagine your new bathroom With Black Friday Savings at the Home Depot, you'll find top brand kitchen appliances with innovative features that can do more. So your holidays can be more. Ovens with built-in air fryers for baking the perfect cookies. Dishwashers with smart tech to clean everything from bakeware to festive mugs. And high-capacity refrigerators to keep leftovers fresh. Chop Black Friday Savings and get up to 30% off. Plus, instantly save up to 750 on select GE kitchen packages at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through November 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.
4: Just jumps on the car and just, like, lifts it, like, with just... Like, I wasn't ready for physical Impact. physical output like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I was like, holy shit, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, that was awesome. She
1: definitely concentrates her cursed energy into her attacks, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's nice just, like, so unexpected. Yeah, It's nice. I think that's actually really interesting that she is a brawler and not a controller um, type thing. She has a control ability... And if they need to get to that third place, she's a brawler, so she can just literally one yeah. v one whoever comes at. Her.
4: Yeah, imagine thinking That's this fun. is like a, you know, caster. a back line caster type, like yeah. caster like mage type, and then you go to square up, and they just rock you in your <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> you you about tro- to do? Huh? You, and huh? Throws you in the air, <laughs> so
1: and then activates a star on the ground and draws you to the ground. Just <laughs> bam.
4: Insane, insane. Oh, I gotta hold on. I gotta, I gotta shout. Out, I gotta shout out my homeboy Malik once again at La Easy on Twitter. Follow him, man. He's great with the with the Jujutsu Kaisen Twitter threads. He broke down Kirara's technique in his own words or whatever. But then there was this really cool addition to the thread where he was talking about Kirara, Kirara in the Coling games. He's like, Kirara could mark Megumi as the Ga Crux, mark yuji slash sakuna as the at Crux. Then Kirara could go mark Gojo as Mimosa. And then the only way to get to Megumi would be to go through Gojo plus Kirara, but Gojo can't be touched by conventional means. So it's just like a crazy, like, if they were trying to protect Megumi, yeah, yeah, protecting Megumi from Sukuna or something like that is the example that he gave. But just, like, imagine that dynamic in combat, like...
1: (laughs) That's amazing. And
4: this is all, you know... um, assuming gojo is like unsealed or whatever at this point but that was just like a cool thought like i was going through this thread and i was like yeah i need i need to see that now i was like that was fire I, so so shout out my homeboy Malik follow him on twitter at Easy. great jujutsu kaisen threads follow him man
1: uh so little thing uh i think that karara and her homeboy are um kind of a nod at romeo and juliet ooh Uh, Because of Carrara's ability, love rendezvous, and literally a star-crossed, star-crossed lovers, right? Oh, wow. Um, She's all about him, and, like, Romeo's big thing was that he was very, like, his character was very passionate and very impatient, which kind of tracks with... Our boy. Yeah, so I, yeah. I think I think that might be a thing. And if cool. it is yeah. kind of like a, a literary reference, um let's uh that doesn't bode well for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not great. What does that mean uh, for their future? What does that mean for their future? They drink a lot of poison. No,
4: no, no. If it, man, that would be, that would be some shit. That, obviously, that would be like some way later shit, but if they did tie it back like that, that would be insane. We know that, we know that Gege loves their references and whatnot. You know what I mean? So,
1: Mm
4: -hmm. that'd be, that'd be insane.
1: Yeah. Just some little thing I noticed. I was like, ah, I get it. Star Cross lovers. That's cute. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to shout out
4: this first page with the rabbit escape. Like, and, like, the, the perfect circle barrier of the rabbit escape around, like, Hirara and shit. Like, that's so oh, sick. Oh,
1: yeah. Nice, <laughs> great visual. I love that. And yeah. then, like, I liked how in page two, she's just, like, they're bending around this field near her. And yeah. she's like, ah, yeah, that's weird. Well, don't know why they did that. Yeah. And then, like, when it switches over to page three, when the rabbits get disintegrated yeah splatted it yeah. gave me um the nightmare from watership down never vibes. seen that um it's about a bunch of rabbits that escape a flood oh wow yeah <laughs> it's it, it's like one of those childhood trauma movies okay <laughs> yeah for
4: sure for sure yeah. wow kind of like ghost ship <laughs> Yeah. I, no, I don't know if that's like super relevant, but it just reminded like it's childhood trauma movies, like that opening scene of Ghost Ship. Fuck real up. bro! <laughs> the piano wire across the whole of the shore the across the poop deck of the ship or whatever—that's the poop deck, right? I don't know Boat Anatomy, but yeah, that shit was wild. The boat butt. The boat butt. Yeah, but the yeah, boat. man, this chapter this chapter was a lot, dude. Um. I am, like, super excited now that he's kind of, like, got her in, like, you know, an armbar or whatever at the end. Like, he's like, all right, please listen to what we have to say. You know what I mean? So now they're kind of in a position where they have to. So I'm excited for what kind of conversation they're going to have. If this is going to be, like, a recruitment kind of thing, Yuji and Hakari are obviously still boxing. So we'll kind of see how that goes. I don't know if Yuji is going to be able to get Hakari in a similar situation as you uh, Megumi and Kirara. I don't think it's going to be... And I outdid you kind of thing. I think it's going to be like a we're coming together as bros kind of thing to like kind of like talk it out. Because I, I, I definitely think Hikari is like, I don't think Yuji should be able to beat Hikari. Just because of how much he was hyped up. His first real showing, she shouldn't lose to the main character. Not after all of this. Not after all of these like comparisons to Gojo and comparisons to Yuta and things like that. Like he just got waxed by Yuta like not too long ago. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I definitely yeah, I don't like think Hikari's it'll end. going to
1: handle him home.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think Hakari's gonna beat the brakes out of Yuji, and then and then they're just gonna either either memory manipulation shit like Toto and Choso, which a lot of people think to, seem to think Aww. is going to be a thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's time.
4: Maybe, maybe you know what I mean. Or it's just gonna be you know on Brother. some yeah on some on some other just like mutual understanding shit. Like we can have a conversation, or they have a conversation while they're fighting, and Yuji is saying shit while they're boxing, and then finally says that one thing. That's going to make Hikari listen. So I don't think he'll um, physically
1: uh, overcome Hikari in this
4: way. the
5: man's got your girl hemmed up outside. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I was thinking that Yuji might say, it's like, hey, man, I get it. I'm not with the, you know, I'm not yeah. with the old school. Yeah. I'm not with the old school. It's like, yeah. how should I believe you?" Because I'm the vessel of Sukuna, man. I'm fucking exiled, bro. Like, like they the want my head right They've now. They've already executed me twice now.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or since, um, since Megumi, you know, kind of has, uh, Kirara by the beard here, I bet you they undo their technique at some point in time during their conversation, so then Hakari seems to, like, know when Kirara's ability is active or
3: might Didn't have... She already what do you mean on uh, page 18 here she are they they she say love rendezvous cancel yeah she didn't oh release there we her go yeah
4: okay end. so so they released it we'll and see then if he notices and then yeah and then i don't know if like he'll be notified via cursed energy or anything like that but like i bet you maybe maybe the door just opens maybe they all just walk through the door and that stops the fight and it's kirara megumi and panda and like Hirahara's obviously being cool with Megumi, so the fight just stops there, and everyone has a conversation. That, that's probably how it'll go. I forgot that the uh, I forgot that the technique was was released. Oh. But they walk in.
1: Yuji's
5: just yeah, like she between was like, some I doors. Do like... be between <laughs> I do not want to be pressed.
1: I do not want to be part of this. What'd you uh, say, Mello? Fucking... She's like, I do not want to be pressed between these two. I do not want to just get like Wombo Combo Tag Team WWB Super Slam, which <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. But wow, what a chapter! A lot to unpack. Um, And it, it keeps really, unpacking. That was that was hard to talk about. I feel like I feel like we still maybe didn't talk about that that technique enough. But but I feel I at least I feel at least I feel, least I feel a little bit more comfortable in my understanding. I mean, I of it think I feel like yeah. Mello broke
3: it down pretty simply. And yeah, he did. was Like okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. All right. the, the, I just the, the, like that the compass rose thing was nice. The, what, what were similar, you saying? I like
1: that she used the. Like similar like she did the Akrux things mm-hmm. um on debris, right? Like, right. that's just brutal. Like avalanches of stuff card or fucking send jaw stuff. like that. Yeah Yeah, no, like
4: <sighs> I wonder if there is a um I wonder like because okay, so if they can just mark anything, is there like a I don't know what term i'm looking for maybe diminishing returns is there some kind of you know stamina depletion when you mark I something th- because this I seems th- like way too powerful to just infinitely be able to slap shit and like and and mark infinite things i mean to have
3: this kind
0: of definite
3: within the, effect. within the confines of your cursed energy right like you, right, have, right, right. A, you have a reservoir right right, right? like a certain limit of, of the cursed energy you have in any given altercation. So yeah, you'd yeah. think at a certain um, point she maybe would try and mark something and she just can't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's but one like, thing that I feel like, that. Oh, sorry. Page
1: 13 kind of covers that a little bit. I think it's definitely limited to how much cursed energy she can output. I think that is her stamina limit to infuse things. Cause she's like, I think contact must be made to place a star, but Carrara never touched me or the rabbit escape, only with divine dog. So instead of marking objects themselves, Carrara marks cursed energy mm-hmm. to mark objects like the door or a car with a star. Karara maybe Karara has to charge them beforehand with someone's cursed energy. Like the car has residual energy from someone other than Carrara. Oh,
4: sure. Yeah. Assuming yeah, yeah. The
1: technique doesn't have much range. There must be one more star and then, yeah. Uh,
4: so So, yeah i was just it's just one thing that i feel like we don't see a lot of in jujutsu kaisen or maybe i just don't remember but like we don't get a whole lot of dialogue related to how much um cursed energy a certain technique takes you know what i mean like we see you know characters get exhausted after fighting for a while but i don't remember at least right now any specific dialogue tied to like I don't got too many more of these, you yeah, know what I mean? or upper limits. Yeah, you know, upper limits of like how taxing your techniques actually are, you know what I mean? And I'm sure that there is a reserve that they all use and that they all tap into to do whatever when they're fighting. But like if there was some kind of dialogue related to how what kind of toll it takes to place a marking, then that would make it feel a little bit more balanced because like she can fight you s- straight up, she could square up with you, like she has th- she has really good cursed energy control. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because this is obviously a not very physical technique, it's a very um utility, you know, technique, you know what I mean? And she can still square up with you, so or they could still square up with you. So if if the if you if, if you got all of that, then like it seems a little unbalanced, you know what I mean? Yeah. That you know, if if, if the stamina, you know, aspect isn't that, you know, drastic for 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 mark placing.
1: I think it could be a little drastic and also it's a it's an ability that benefits from prep time. Sure. So like she's she and Hikari have been here for a minute. Yeah. They've they've buckled down, they've batten down the hatches, they're here for the long haul they're basically living here right. um, so they have time to infuse the area with yes. energy
4: right yeah and
1: I think that kind of
4: supplements the clouds or, or it, kind of balances no, out clings a little bit to more. the body
1: oh, clings to items over time as sure. well so like she's built up enough yeah
3: because you can view over. you can definitely the prep time is a is a great point that is a great point we know from Toto that you can just imbue objects with cursed energy, so she could have walked around this whole roof just like that. Might whoop, be her whoop, car, whoop, imbuing cursed energy into these objects, just yeah. a small little amount to make it so they have that little residual amount that Megumi's talking about. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and uh, yeah, and then she can just huck whatever the fuck she wants at you, and she did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just everything
1: shy of the fridge inside Akari's of office, like yeah, yeah, tough stuff.
4: Can't wait to switch perspectives back to Yuji and Hikari and see if we get, like, a similar kind of breakdown to, you know, to to Hikari's technique. Because the narration be that nice. we get, I feel like, is very rare for techniques. Uh, I don't want to mm-hmm. say rare, but I feel like there, it's fewer and farther between that we get, you know, omniscient narration explaining an ability. The last time I remember it was... uh 9 to
1: 5. Or seven
4: to three? Nope. We got another we got another omniscient narration for a technique inside of uh man, why am I drawing a blank? The Zenny the old Xenine clan head. Now Bito.
6: Now Bito? technique
4: uh, yeah. was explained, you know, with uh with like superimposed narration like over the scene and not like internal monologue or just outright explained by the user themselves. So I feel uh, like yeah. when it's a technique like this, like You need the omniscient narration to, like, really break it down in ways that would be kind of um, immersion-breaking if uh, if Megumi had explained it the way that the narration did. You know what I mean? Almost immersion-breaking. You know what I mean? It's
1: like, how would I be able to see this and know exactly how it works? That doesn't make sense.
4: Right, right. Um, So you get, like, the rudimentary, like, kind of, like, I kind of just figured it out breakdown from... Mm-hmm. from Megumi, and then just to double down, you get the, you know, the narration box there, just to, to seal the deal, hopefully.
1: Mm-hmm. I do but. like that Carrara like, had that moment, was like, oh, he figured out space for the Cel- Cel- Constellations. They should be able to figure this out. Sigh. <laughs> just
4: like, I saw a comment, uh, saw a comment that I just remembered where someone was like, I don't know what's more impressive, the fact that Megumi figured all of this out, or the fact that Gege thought it up <laughs> and it's like it made me laugh but it's like gay gay is the answer yeah yeah is always the answer but that's all i had for this chapter i don't know if you guys have anything more
3: you wanted Same. to comment on or speculate on but i think that's about all i had as well all right then with that i think we can go ahead and move right into chapter 208 of dr stony, stony. science okay. Transcends humanity. It's another one nice of those goal. chapters where I'm like, <laughs> like right? just like, holy shits,
4: math. I mean,
1: take your word for it, raw <laughs> math. Exactly, <laughs> just raw math. <laughs> I'm like, we you know a nice what?
3: a cover this chapter though. Yeah, it's cool. Taju, Magna, and uh, Yuzuriha. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not sure why they chose to get them in there, but well these are the
4: all-stars of the chapter bro i mean sure. yeah these are these are the super mvps of the chapter pretty much
1: straight up and they're the ones if they're the those are the three building the computer
3: yes yeah for so sure. for me it's
1: like yeah good for them
4: yeah Math Olympics tourney i saw that panel and i was like oh
3: man yeah i was like okay well even more surprised when you see the participants at the end of the chapter right but yeah it it makes sense based on like the point they were trying to prove with the computer and whatnot but uh also funny how we just get these this kind of this recurring joke now with with taiju's character here where he's like is it time for smartphones yet (laughs) are we we making smartphones what's up i miss my candy crush I just yeah, my goddamn Clash of Clans. What are we doing? Because I, I think Taiji,
4: I think Taiji might have been the one in the like first like phone, like like in the arc where they first started using like phones with like the really long string connecting the mm-hmm. two, you know, soup cans or whatever <laughs> the way we all used to you know talk to each other when we were kids or whatever, like that old phone. Yeah. Um, I think he was like once he rejoined the team. Um, after like the stone wars or whatever he was like you guys got phones and shit holy holy shit this is crazy i, was, I think he was like one of the main ones i was like smartphones yeah when we when are we gonna get the cellular ones when we when are we gonna upgrade that i think i remember that but
1: senku's just like hey man we got a lot to do
4: yeah <laughs> Girl, we got more to worry about than that yeah in time in time
1: i i like uh page three boys uh description to launching from the earth to the moon is like trying a death-defying hole-in-one in golf You got the trajectory right. The Stone World needs a real computer. Yeah. And I just like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. There's so much. I think I saw
4: a um, a comparison of that. Maybe this isn't the right one, but um, if it is, then it was like getting this trajectory correct is like shooting a you know a ball from like New York to California and getting like nothing but net. damn you know yeah yeah i think i saw oh, a I comparison am. like that for for this exact moment on page 3
1: that's yeah. accurate yeah. that's accurate i also Definitely love how well.
4: like sai like this this chapter like sai's involvement in this chapter now that we've kind of like moved out of that um i don't want to say depressing but like now that we've moved out of that like initial storytelling for Sai, where he's down in the dumps and doesn't want anything to do with Ryusui, and that whole misunderstanding was kind of like you know helped out by gen and you know what i mean and and now that all of that stuff's over we're just getting like raw like awesome on the squad Sai, and he fits right in yeah it's the get down
1: to business montage like yeah love it yeah um I like that they literally just montage getting all these people out of the stone and feeding them and, like, scripting them to, like, do all that production. I, yeah. Like, I'm glad that they montage that. Yeah. Um, I do we're at like a point them... now, like we
4: say all the time, we're at a point now where it makes sense to montage, like, a lot mm-hmm. of the really technical, like, high labor stuff. Because we've had so much of the storytelling dedicated to that in the earlier you know in the earlier arcs when 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 we were figuring out what the story of dr stone was we got all of that really tedious you know mundanity you know what i mean inside of what they
1: were doing yes mm-hmm. yeah uh i like that moment on page three he's like ah i don't care about the Math Olympics to be motivated that's stupid. He's like, they say the winning team gets a hundred million and They're like, all right, I made my
4: greed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just start going crazy. <laughs>
1: I'm from the old world, full of capitalism. <laughs> hey, yeah, give me my money. Yeah, <laughs> get that bag, even in the stone world. Yeah. No, it's it's funny. It's yeah. really great.
4: Um, Can't tell you that I understand like any of this stuff from like page like five to. The rest of the fucking chapter in the explanation of stuff. Like, I get some stuff, but like, for the like, once it all starts coming together, I'm like, okay, I think I'm supposed to get it by now, and I don't. Like,
2: when Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory levels good. Whoa! Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level or on top of the world. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection
6: required. Not available on mountaintops or sea floors. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any Can I be real with you for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to push you out of bed to work out. Nobody is going to make you eat better. But here's the thing. Nobody has to. so we help each other. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. That's why I'm inviting you to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Let us help you succeed. Here's Al. Go to beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.
4: I feel really dumb right now because I'm pretty sure they were trying to break this down as simply as they could. And I'm just like, Foaming at the mouth, swirly-eyed, like uh, like Gon and shit. Like Mashal
1: trying to study.
4: Yeah, or like Gone when he when when Knuckle was explaining like Hakaware APR to him in Chimera, <laughs> and he's <laughs> just like out. just steam coming out the ears, like a bunch oh, of absolutely. equations behind him and shit.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. these things are so tiny, in general. Like for sure. Like, like I love the visual representation hidden within his thumb on page nine where he's just like we need to sew all these rings together and it's just a bunch of magnetic rings it's like it's just astronomical like the the amount of like like it's so tiny so many yeah okay and like that's fair this is where science transcends humanity (laughs) do the thing you know yeah yeah in more ways
4: than one right because i know that the title is like linking back to you know how like senku's line of dialogue where he's like something made from scratch by people can end up transcending the human mind but like i feel like it's like you had another example right there (laughs) like yeah they're they're dummy small (laughs) yeah yeah and you can Uh... see his like you can almost see his fingerprints and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. 0.5 millimeters. How could you even hold that in your hand? I'd be like... I dropped it. Yeah, like, it, it would literally, like, the oils on my finger, like, my hands would be clammy just because of the pressure. And that shit would just launch out of my fucking finger. <laughs> it got
1: lost inside my fingerprints. <laughs> yeah. Gone. It's gone forever. I'm yeah. the supercomputer now. <laughs>
4: Dude, when I turned this page to this double spread, and it was like,
1: 30 million, I was like, oh my god, dude. Yeah, I mean, their faces aren't... If I had to do that, I would cry too. Yeah, dude. Like, that is just so heartbreaking.
4: What a number. (laughs) 30 million. The
1: human brain doesn't even, like, comprehend those level of numbers.
4: Yeah, I love the lineup for the... um... I love the uh, where is it where is it the lineup for the uh, for the team like made for the job you know what I mean Uziriha Handcrafts Club watch technician inside of Joel and then surgeon who is that Luna Luna we knew she was a surgeon I did not remember that personally. But I was she like, was yeah, like she's not a
3: surgeon, but she went to like medical school. I'm pretty sure. Is oh, okay, the,
4: is what we got. Oh, she so was, she
1: was like an RNA,
4: or maybe maybe she was going to be a surgeon or something like that, and then got petrified or something. I don't know. But like this felt like really good. I was like, surgeon, fuck yeah.
1: Hi, <laughs> I'm Luna, mission. and I'm studying via CNA.
4: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, this uh, this was a lot. But the one thing that I, one thing that I appreciate about the rocket ship building. Is that like it takes, it feels like it's going to take like multiple arcs to build. You know, like you get an arc for like one aspect of, you know, the mission and then another arc. Like if there's not going to be any conflict because everyone's petrified and everyone who's not petrified is on the team, then like these are the kind of like little arcs that we're going to get from milestone to milestone as we Mm -hmm. build the rocket. I love how they're not like just like really fast tracking the rocket. You know what I mean? Because this is senku's entire motivation essentially besides rebuilding humanity before petrification he wanted to build a rocket he wanted to go to the moon you have to spend time on that as chapter one yeah exactly you know like as as slow as it might seem that it's going um the storytelling is still just off the charts and like you're totally here for it i mean like if you're this far in dr stone and you're waiting for fights (laughs) you know what i mean i don't i don't really know anyone yeah i don't really i don't really know anyone who has complained in that way but I guess I'm kind of just, like, thinking about what I just said, and it's like, duh, it's like, what we're here for, of course, is going to be yeah. like this. But, like, still, you know what I mean? The fed, like how, how long they're taking on each individual, like, segment, you know, or obstacle of creating, you know, the the rocket, it feels really good. As, as much as they're montaging a lot of the, you know, the really tedious work, as they should, in my opinion, it still seems like it's going at a, a relatively you know slow pace compared to literally any other invention that they've had to make and obviously this is the biggest thing that they've ever had to make and the most important so it all makes sense and i just love how good it feels in that way they're
1: showcasing at appropriate pace right. i
4: feel yeah absolutely this drawing of this computer at the end i wasn't ready to see it like big and built and shit you know what i mean like i knew right. i knew that that's what they were going for but like until i turned the page I, like, turned the page into the double spread for Calculator Acquired, and I was like, wait, 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 did I miss something? And it's like, nope, it's all there. It just wasn't showing you the big picture, you know what I mean? And the way that it was composed into Magna just pressing the button and getting the answer, I was like, now how are you going to explain Magna being a fucking math genius suddenly? And then I turned the page, and it's like, oh, he's using the computer, and that's what this whole thing is for. I, like, felt so dumb. I was like, okay, so it's kind of like, You know, when they put the, you know, chess champions up against literal computers, you know what I mean? It's like Mm -hmm. kind of like calling back to like those kind of things, you know, or what was that? I don't remember what it was in, but like, it was like, uh, or maybe it was just literal history. Mark Henry, the railroad guy, making the railroads versus like the machine that makes railroads. (laughs) Is that like Futurama or something? Am I misremembering this? No, I
1: think that's a (laughs) real life thing.
4: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I I can't like... I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it like it reminded me of that and I was like, Oh, so that's what's going on here and then I go back and then like yeah, and I'm like, Okay, this shit is perfect, dude. You know, I love that. I do Stone. like
1: that they're like <laughs> as kind of a proof of progress yeah. thing, they have this math Olympics, they have Sanku yeah. and Sai and Chrome, like the smartest, you know, um, calculating type people. Right. And then they just have Magna and they're like, Magna's the dumbest of us he's literally the dumbest out of all of us but he could press he a can, button he, and he can press those buttons and beat us yeah we've got a damn we good it. computer yeah we and the won. thing is they're not even done like i like that moment where they're just like uh what's that phrase so there's 30 million uh magnets in there it's so like we don't work that quickly so if that's what a few thousand gets us just imagine the finished product
4: yeah and i love that uh yeah. That's one thing that I appreciate about Dr. Stone is that they do try to fast track things, but then whenever things are going too fast, they make sure they come back and say, no, 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 that's, that's, that's not the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's just enough for this stretch of storytelling. We still got a lot more to do, but we got to make this shit interesting. (coughs) We can't fast track all 30 million. We got to show some progress on the way. And like, that was really cool. Cause I definitely thought I was like, damn, they made all 30 million of those. And he was like, Hey, 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 calm down. No, no, no. It was only a couple thousand. And I was like, fuck yeah."
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that they basically invented banks out of convenience.
4: Yeah, banks now. Wow, you sweet bank.
1: Yeah. Uh, I like how it's just, it's totally fake. (laughs) It's fake money. It doesn't mean anything. It's just there to motivate the couple people from the previous world.
4: Right, right. (laughs) It's funny. Yeah, Yeah, dude. The other
1: people are like, yeah, we're doing it for the dream. And they're like, well, I want money. Yeah, (laughs) here's money. (laughs) (laughs) Ghosts. bend we, it i guess
4: we got you just give us the product we need <laughs> Man, senku intelligent one uh what do you mean Where? oh yeah that's the, the name oh, of the, the computer title of the st1 computer. yeah yeah I, I literally was like what are you talking about and i just read it for the first time it's that never... pi calculator yeah, yeah <laughs> the, T, the t1 calculator
1: oh sure texas instrument.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah texas instrument yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah dude i found that while digging up my old crap and i was just like holy shit i remember i got in trouble for
4: like i remember i got in trouble for like writing profanity in like the really advanced ones that you got in like high school or whatever like back when you would like it was beyond like just boobs you know what i mean and like what you could do on like a little one like there was it was the bigger ones that like had the big backs in them and you could literally go in and just uh, type shit (laughs) there
1: was was a kid at my school who um yeah basically programmed like doom Oh wow. He, he got in trouble for trying to get like programming doom into it. And he's Oh just my like, god. Let him do like, that. What the fuck y'all are mad at him for this? And I'm just like, yeah, he's smart. He like this guy is beyond our class. He doesn't need. That's anything. why
4: they're mad. That's why they're mad cuz he was shitting on the teachers. Mhm. <laughs> I mean, some kids they're are like just good, good math. at math. Yeah, he put doom on a calculator. That's insane. I'm gonna, I'm gonna YouTube that now. <laughs>
1: that I want to see if he actually succeeded because I don't know if that was possible or not. But he told me he was gonna try, and I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah.
4: No, I'm sure. Oh man, I'm sure you could do all types of shits on 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 you know crazy calculators now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if I was in 2007 typing like whole paragraphs in a calculator, then yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure it's there. I'm sure the possibility is there if you just know how mm-hmm. to fuck with the wires or whatever, or I don't know, or with some combination of buttons but yeah um
1: technology blows your mind every yeah, time for
4: sure i don't think i have anything else for dr stone this week though I think that's it's about it's hard idea. to
1: dissect because i don't understand certain <laughs> aspects of it <laughs> right? in, a, in a in a nuanced degree yeah like curse techniques sure i can kind of magical thinking my way through that that yeah, makes but, sense but this, but this is, like is actual like technical stuff hard though, like, physics yeah, this, and
4: math so it's like this is a thing it, yeah. it is
1: uh, one could say irrefutably. Okay. Yeah, there's like
4: no speculation involved at all. There's no yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> but great chapter though. Love it. But can't wait to see copy. the next one. Clean art. Clean art of as usual.
3: As always. Yeah, as always. Absolutely. But yeah. Always, always crisp. Always, always. Beautiful panels of the characters here on the last two on the last double spread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it's a double spread. I think it's actually two pages
4: um yeah it is i think it is just two pages yeah but it's like the way that it's drawn like makes it seem
3: like it kind of like all is all in one but yeah there is that divider (laughs) yeah that's all i had as well well with that i think we can go ahead and jump right into chapter 75 of my shooter mosh burn dead and the interesting interview loved this chapter dude
4: did you I loved it because it came back to, like, even though we've ki- I've kind of had issues with the last couple of chapters of Mashal, going back into this one that has, like, world building and, like, new concepts being introduced, I feel like is something that I was missing from Mashal in this form. Like, we definitely learned things, you know what I mean, in the last couple of chapters that we didn't know before, but when it's presented in this way, like, with the Servant Beast and the Servant Beast dialogue about the uh the the mad gin and shit i was like oh yeah give me all of this shit you know what i mean And it's not just because of like action or whatever it's literally like the storytelling is now like kind of going back to you know a deeper you know um more nuanced you know kind of atmosphere which is just better for speculation and conversation than you know raw comedy slice of life chapters you know what i mean and there's now that i think about it there's really not no issues that i had with the last chapter all the complaints kind of came out of the conclusion of the innocent zero arc but like coming back into this this feels this feels great again you know what i mean so even you know even with mash probably like i hope that like i I really hope that this order fight is more than macaron. like off the charts you know what i mean because macaron was disappointing to a lot of people i think i think i want to say myself included at the end of the day you know, I mean? of of, you know what I mean? Just because of how built up that was. But now we have another built-up character that's legitimately, you know, like a villain or antagonist or you know, He's something. Very antagonist. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like I think I think Komoto will give this one a little bit more. Cause like everyone's been waiting to see what's cracking with this Order Matle cat. You know what I mean? Especially in direct opposition to Mash. So I mm-hmm. hope it's not as um, I hope it's not like a one one chapter, like, relatively low effort thing, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting that they went straight to the Bureau of Magic because of the Innocence Zero thing. They're like, hey, it's it's a little, like, um, the My Hero thing after, like, the Nomu incidents, where they're like, hey, this was a thing, and we need to respond to that, so, like, we're gonna fast-track this, uh, examination. Let's go. Put them up.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I like Wahlberg's kind of like warning, and he's like, "If they deem you unfit, you will not proceed. Be vigilant." Just like, "Hey, watch out! I know yeah. they're gonna try to mess with you, kid."
3: Right. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think it was gonna come this quick though. With this this servant beast, I was yeah. like, 008? I, I sure thought of him as like a, um, a like that little green dude you see in the hunter exam who's kind of. Yeah, beans. Like, I know. literally, like, right before you said that, thought of beans as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was. A, he seemed like a beans type character to me, where he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm your jovial fucking uh, instructor here, just here to tell you about the situation." Hello, I'm and then your he major fucking D. Activated, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Page Turn was drastic I, on this I beast love, form.
1: I yeah. love zero zero design. Yeah, like, that's super cool. good.
4: Reminds me of like Fenrir from yeah. like, Norse mythology which I'm sure kind of like ties into you know the the mythology aspect of just magic in this series in general I bet you if we go through the series we'll see all kinds of like nods to
3: big Jabra energy yeah yeah I like like
1: the chains as earrings because he is uh, like even though he's an artificial being he is like a sort of slave right and I'm just like that's that's really cool integrated design that isn't, like, super ham-fisted, like, oh, he has a literal collar around his neck or something like that. I'm just like, okay.
4: Not as familiar with Norse lore as, like, any of the other pantheons that I'm interested in, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure I remember that Fenrir. (coughs) Pretty sure I remember that Fenrir uh, has chains related to him as well to some degree for some
3: reason. Well, the thing with with Fenrir is that they tried to chain him up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think two... They had to do. They had to run this trial like three times. They tried to chain him up, and he would keep breaking the chains. And eventually they had this magic um, ribbon made that was supposedly you know imbued with magical energy that would be powerful enough to subdue him and you know keep him tied up. But by that time, they had schemed and plotted on him and tried to chain him up a few times. So he was weary of him. Mm-hmm. And so the god tier, the one-handed god tier, agreed that if they were trying to play a trick on Fenrir, he would let him bite his arm off. Mm, and that's why Tier has so, one arm. Oh shit! So he, he stuck his he stuck his wrist in Fenrir's mouth, and they tied the ribbon around him. Yeah. And he fucking you know started wiling out, realized he couldn't get out, and so he fucking it bit Tyr's tears arm off. Yo, and, um, yeah. They say scary. I mean it's it's also in the lore that Tier probably could have gotten away with you know, keeping his arm, but he is also a God that is associated with like honor and the law really heavily in justice. So he Mm -hmm. was like, this This is fair payment. This is, this is fair payment. Exactly. Um, yeah. Fenrir equivalent exchange. Yeah. I bet you we get a tier type. What'd you say?
1: Son of Loki, Fenrir is the, is a beast of chaos. Um, one of the heralds for like the end of the world and, Mm. uh, is the son of Loki.
4: Yep. Son of Loki. I think his daughter is hell. Mm-hmm. their siblings Fenrir and rear hell are siblings yeah exactly maybe we'll get a hell character who knows i like i definitely am like so down for like more mythology references you know what i mean in mashal and if this is if this is one you know then which i'm pretty sure i'm pretty confident that it is then like i'm so here for it like give me more of this shit <laughs> every chapter fuck it <laughs>
1: Dude, this was, like, a kind of, like, sad section of the, like, chapter.
4: Yeah, it was super like, feels
1: Like, this is, like, this was one of the chapters that I was like, ah, oh, I feel really bad for 008.
4: Yeah, it's for sure. Like... In, like, such a quick amount of time, too, because it's, like, mm-hmm. so relatable. You know what I mean? And at least in the, this, like, the like, the sympathy aspect of it, it's, like, we read mm-hmm. so much about slavery in just, like, in fiction and non-fiction, you know what I mean? So it's like, seeing this panel on the bottom of 11, like, it might understand our language, but it only has animal intelligence. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. You need to shut up and just do what we say. Know your place, slave. And it's like, oh, of course he's gonna fuck with M.A.S.H. after this. You yeah. know what I mean? Even though as and... quick as it was, like, it was just so well-delivered, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. And they say that these be servant beasts serve their masters so like those lines are coming from Orter. yeah that's yeah. very revealing about who he is and how he views hierarchies and where other people line themselves up on the, that hierarchy <clears throat> yeah like he's a person that demands a hierarchy be enforced yeah yeah and it's just like oof
5: page
4: page seven he's like we're cursed so that we cannot lay a hand upon our masters so we obediently serve them in exchange and like that line of like dialogue i was like okay i was like this is cool i was like this is really fucking cool i like this and i think what like didn't make me think about it all too much is like in exchange you know like the like you know like when he says like that it like sounds like it's like almost mutual you know what i mean like when 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 um when 008 is explaining it you know what i mean and then it comes back to Like, MASH isn't the sharpest tool in the shed, but, like, his gut feelings, like, lead him in, like, the right direction pretty much Mm -hmm. every time. You know what I mean? So, like, it makes sense that he'd be like, okay, so what I got from that is that you don't want to be doing this, which makes all the sense in the world. And that is totally a way that you can take that. And that is the way that 008 really meant it, you know what I mean? But he's just reciting his lines, basically going through the motions, doing his job, you know what I mean? So... The way that, like, the first explanation of it sounds cool and then the later explanation of it is sad while all being the same thing was just, like, really well executed by Komoto.
1: Yeah, multiple narrators kind of thing where it's just, like, this gives you a full-fledged idea of exactly how it is. Like, 008 lived his life in servitude. Like, and, like, people that are stuck in any sort of, like, abusive situation tend to borrow the language and phrases of their oppressor their Mm. abuser, so that they can communicate what's happening to them without uh expecting reprisals like
6: just you do it membership fees apply after free trial cancel any time can i be real with you for a second that goal you have to exercise and eat better You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to push you out of bed to work out. Nobody is going to make you eat better. But here's the thing. Nobody has to.
2: absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
1: Everyone does. Like, um… So it's a really fucked up way that people can get trained in everyday life.
3: Yeah. But then, uh… Obviously, order comes through here at the end of the chapter. Smacks up, buddy. And uh, yeah. basically, I was I was like, "Damn! Oh shit! He got smacked up! Fuck!" I thought it was Mosh that did it for a second. And uh, I was like, "No, nah, that doesn't make sense. Why would he just smack him after he fucking?" Yeah. <laughs> ah, here's some emotional stimulation, and then I'm like, sneaky when you're off guard type. Yeah.
5: Shit. <laughs>
1: Mashes yeah. that guy. It looks like a little sand blast. Like, it's hard to see. Right. I think that Order's ability is um, disintegration and sand. Because, like, on page 19, he creates a cloud out of it. He shakes a cloud out of his, like, cape and wand. Mm-hmm. And, like, when he's fighting the Majin things, they look like they have big holes and lots of smoke and... Yeah cuz if you look at the same.
4: flashback like 15 like they definitely yep. have little like tendrils of like aura coming out of their like bony mm-hmm. you know design or whatever but then you turn to page to when you turn the page to an order beats one and that aura now looks like you know motherfuckers disappearing after the thanos yeah. snap you know what i mean it's that like dusty particle yeah. yeah particle effect that you know implies disintegration so yeah, I, at first I was just like, well, yeah, obviously he's, like, dusty and cloudy and sandy. He's, like, the sand cane or whatever he <laughs> said he was. But, like, the dis- this, the disintegration factor of it is, like, really cool. I wonder how that works in, like, with sand, though. It
3: was cool, yeah. though, yeah, to see, obviously, this new concept introduced in the Majin, which is something that we've never heard about before, but...
4: Uh, like, evil genies?
3: Well, especially yeah. since they're, like, apparently such a serious threat. Like, you'd think maybe we would have heard something about them, but... yeah. It was cool to say to see like oh yeah this dude took out six of them yeah but yeah there's always
4: that um there's always that you know I don't want to say Dragon Ball you know what I mean kind of like like uh you know like when you when you're watching Dragon Ball and you're like okay Frieza is the universe's biggest tyrant and you know what I mean like like we knew that Frieza was like that deal in the universe like once outer you know, outer um, or uh, universal—you know—threats were kind of being introduced, like beyond Saiyans. We were like, okay, so this mm-hmm. is the one that they were all kind of, you know, worried about and like dealing with. And he was in the background for a long time before he pulled up, and then he was beaten. And then the farther you get in Dragon Ball, all of these more—you know—these bigger, universal, cosmic threats are pulling up that like no one literally ever mentioned in the series before they were conceptualized and like put into the story. You know what I mean? So it like makes you kind of feel like, ah, oh, that's. That that feels kinda of weird, you know. What, what I mean? happened so to like, Frieza, though? Yeah, like ever yeah <laughs> ever since then. Yeah, like ever since then, like whenever I notice that, you know, in comics, I always like think back to like Dragon Ball.
3: And yeah, like this one I mean like, it makes sense in some instances with like characters that could have like come up you know yeah. maybe that weren't on the radar yet but then with you know then you get into the realm of like yeah. super shit where it's like gods of destruction and, yeah it's like it should have definitely universal been about overseeing Whoa. like organization but also mash is less like, than
4: 100 chapters and like we've never had like specific dialogues i don't think about like you know all of the biggest baddest things in the verse you know what i mean like, we, could, we talk about Innocent Zero, he's like the main bad guy, we're all focusing on him or whatever, and then anybody else that pulls up, it's like, oh yeah, I know that guy, or oh yeah, meet this guy, he's this, or, you know, this person over here is known for that, you know, like, as we meet him, it's cool when it's early, you know what I mean? And I do think that it is still early enough for Mashal to where we can start getting concepts and getting information and name drops like these, and it's still not going to be like, hmm wonder why they didn't bring them up before you know what i mean because they never like you know had like the war room discussion about like all of the universes or the world's biggest threats before so it's
1: fine in my opinion yeah uh one thing they did to like kind of like get perspective on scale is that the margin um top class human magic users have the same energy as an average Majin. so like they're just like a prime wizard yeah kind of level of scope and ability yeah Yeah, and and you want to
4: know what no now that no because something like this you'd think you'd hear about it in like a class or something you think you'd hear like a ghost story about these things from like you know some other you know classmate or something or some other member of the school you know what i mean like these things are scary if an average one you know has the power of a top class visionary yeah you know know what i mean yeah like like, that's, yeah, no, I, I think I agree with you, Eagle.
1: Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, it is um, tricky. One of the things that I thought was interesting about this is they're, like, um, his name is Order, mm-hmm. and I was just looking at him, uh, and he just, like, looks like a bastard Harry Potter. So, Potter, Order, kind of a little bit similar. Well, well like or- his... Order
4: of the Phoenix. No, I'm kidding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but there's this one line that I thought was really interesting like page 6 page 17 it's a human's inborn talent that determines their ability intelligence athletic capability, even magic yes effort allows you to unlock and nurture that talent however you must first be blessed to talent master order Possesses the talent to rise above all in this world of magic, and I was thinking to myself, like, okay, so like they're really pushing the idea of like, "Mm, I have magic and that's natural to me, so I'm the best. But I'm like, we now know that Mash, his body was made from the beginning to be a physically durable enough vessel (laughs) to survive a transplant of souls by Innocent Zero. Right. So like, if we're talking about innate got like born ability yeah matches those no yeah for either. sure so for sure like, i'm waiting yeah and he's absolutely. just like yeah it's oh, yeah. he's like, he's like oh you think you're special because you have talent yeah i was born this way too yeah. <laughs> is
4: <what> <laughs> and this this line of dialogue in this um in this narration from uh 008 talking about order and like this um, that you're bringing up here, you must first be blessed with talent, that whole thing. It's it's given me big like One Punch Man villain vibes where they like really hype the dude up like with their feats and their epithets and, you know, all of the mentions of how capable they are right before they get dusted like low effort. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of worrying. I don't think Komodo's going to do it. But like just like with the parallels to One Punch Man that we kind of already have inside of Mashal, and like just the history of the story in general especially coming out of macaron it's like seeing this on page 17 had me like oh my god they're hyping this dude up way too much before he fights mash i was like dude i really need this to be i i don't need it to be something different you know it's mashal you know what i mean it's it's done a pretty good job of telling us what kind of story it's trying to tell but i guess like sometimes i feel like the ways that it kind of subverts my expectations inside of a comedy series That like, you know, because it does get serious and it does, you Mm -hmm. know, like lean into, you know, it's serious concepts pretty often, especially coming out of the last couple of arcs, you know what I mean? So like those atmospheres have been there. So I, I guess that makes me think that you know, when it makes sense, they'll stick to that, but then, like, you literally just never know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it can it can literally flip a switch at any time, and from serious to comedic, you know what I mean? So, whatever Komodo, you know, whatever decision Komodo wants to make in regard to the conclusion of this conflict, we just kind of have to, like, wait and see. We can't really use the history of the series to kind of guess anything, because of how volatile it is in that way, you know what I mean? So...
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought, uh when you said it's like oh yeah it's a little bit like um a little bit like uh one piece i was like yeah i could see that because you go from 16 17 and go straight to for you 18 when yeah. he's like golly <laughs> yeah yeah i and love I that like, yeah, that's, yeah that's a one that's a one punch man right pivot
4: yeah yeah you know what I mean. that is definitely right a one punch man ass page turn master order possesses the talent to rise above all in this world of magic okay golly yeah you know it's like literally like Boros <laughs> wow, or saitama yeah
1: wow <laughs> but i
4: like wow. how the difference in, you Colin know <laughs> yeah the the difference wow. in Nashville is that like usually other people are telling you about how tight characters are it's not that they themselves going like i'm this from this area with this power and these feats and this history and this acclaim you know what i mean like it's usually in one punch man they're talking themselves up but I want to say, like, at least with this example here and maybe other examples that we can look back in the series for, I feel like we always get secondhand information about how strong a character or, you know, an enemy is, mm-hmm. which is cool. I like,
1: yeah. I like that Order doesn't mince words. He's like, I can't accept you. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes one exception to collapse the system. We don't need you. I alone am enough and I'll show you. Um, yeah. Very straightforward, Tight. brusque to the point. Um the idea that like it takes one exception to collapse the system, everything is in its place and just looking at his face, like his uh lines, yeah. it looks like bricks almost, like like a like a very square uh, like and I was wondering if he his whole thing is that he is the brick wall kind of thing.
4: A, I mean it, you can definitely tie it to like how malleable sand is sand castles. you know what i mean how like
1: how flexible he is in yeah in comparison he, to his ability you
4: could maybe even like try to argue that like the shape of his line is indicative uh, you could probably tie it back to sand castles in some way i don't know oh you know, like, like those just, buckets yeah like you know like when you, <laughs> uh, sandcastle you know? bucket, yeah. yeah yeah you know what i mean like it's got that like skyline you know that sandcastle skyline like outline or whatever yeah, yeah. i could see that that's cool
1: do
5: you
4: think
1: he's going to do a Sir Crocodile and just...
4: We'll probably see, like, the yeah. full range of sand techniques, you know what I mean, like, that, that we've ever seen. Like, we'll probably see some, like, Toph-style stuff. We'll see some... that well, Maybe be not, interesting. Maybe not inside it of, like...
1: impact. What'd you say? It absorbs impact. Like, sand would absorb impact a lot. So, yeah, So, like, this yeah. might be a really bad matchup yeah, for really Mash.
4: Was, that was one of Spider-Man's um, problems fighting Sandman, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like he, and the wall was saying like, what what's,
1: what's gonna happen and it's just like is there gonna be an intervention by a third party and be like hey you're supposed to interview them not murder them because you don't like them right like is there that moment where it's just like
3: Wahlberg or the other blonde visionary steps in possibly
1: yeah it's just like hey man you're not fulfilling your job as an adjudicator yeah get out of here
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's
1: like hey you're not actually taking this seriously you're just here to sell your own personal shit
4: yeah for sure
3: Hmm. i think uh i think that's about it for this marshall chapter though yeah Yeah. loved it
4: loved it can't wait for the next one Um, straight to the
3: point hit me some feels poor
4: 008 yeah yeah poor 008 for real this chapter had like everything in it that i love about marshall so no complaints really from me yeah Big Beans vibes from 008 in his chibi form. Absolutely. But yeah, I think I'm good too.
3: Alright, well, with that I think we can go ahead and move right into chapter 304 of Black Clover. Reality and magic. And uh, How do we feel? This is a decent chapter, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's obviously some wonky shit that went down that I'm sure not a lot of people wanted to happen. Um... I don't know. I'm sure we are all kind of hoping for a little bit of stakes, consequence, and stake—you know, stake stuff from this chapter. But gosh, you know,
1: cool guy still wanted you to die, dude. (laughs) No offense. (laughs) No offense. You were cool,
3: dude.
1: Pretty sweet. Still wanted him to die.
4: This chapter Um, doesn't even feel real. Like it feels it, like.
1: It, it, it literally feels like a genre shift, right? Like the way they're interacting, like, oh, how can I face my brother? How can I face Asta? How can I face my sister? Gaja, I
2: love you. Yeah. You know, it, that it, stuff. It, <laughs> it, it
1: literally feels like a rom com switch, like Komi cannot communicate kind of stuff. Right? It just. <laughs> I was just like where was all that tension and They're like we're gonna die ah,
6: from hell's heart
1: i stab at thee and then like it just changed into like a rom-com moment i was like I, it was because i read the chapter before and i usually read the chapter before and then the follow-up chapter yeah to the thing just to be like hey man like where is this going from last week and like right. it, oh, i had whiplash <laughs>
4: <laughs> i had to read the chapter again like it, like it legitimately like didn't i was like this i was like the, no It feels like Tabata had his little cousin come in and write a fanfic chapter.
3: (laughs) A little bit. The the biggest miss of the chapter for me, like a missed opportunity. You want to get in here? Come on in here. We fought in this shit anyway. Go ahead. uh, Go crazy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Biggest missed opportunity for me on something that could have been a really awesome moment as far as like character goes is, you know... I, you know, I'm, I'm fine with real surviving, at least. Charlotte, I'm neither here nor there about, really. And Gaja, I was hoping that to 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 kind of reinforce the stakes of this arc and, like, have some consequence. I was hoping that he would die, especially based on his injuries. I'm like, yo. Yeah. But I also think that this moment between him and Lolo Petchka could have been, like, really fucking awesome based on just, like, the art of this panel, like... On which page? On page five. Page oh, four
1: and five? Page yeah. four and five,
3: yes. Like, he could, if he would have just been like, Queen Lolo Pechka, I'm so glad you're safe. And they let him finish that line of dialogue. And right as he says that, just that pff, magic yeah. explode, that explosion of life <laughs> force out of him. And he just boom. And then, like, that could have been a really badass moment. Yeah. Or not badass, but just like yeah, emotional. It would feel right. And, I'm cool and maybe with- they could throw in, you know, the bit about, like, oh, you know, since, since way back then. You know, I never realized, but I've always loved you. And then he, uh, you know, falls out or whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm cool with real and
4: Charlotte surviving. Like that's all fine. But like God, is like a super side character. Like why did he, he need to he live? got smoked? Like that was your that was your perfect opportunity to show. Like he was just at that point where he was just significant enough. You know what I mean? To have an impactful death in this yes. war arc you know to have I mean? it matter to the character it's a but not war. so much to, to, to have it matter reader. to us to have it matter to the, the reader to the characters yeah what involved, I meant. like yeah like all that shit like he was right in that sweet spot to where like his death just made sense right there you know what i mean his death like, made sense. and it, and
3: it would have hit
4: yeah and everyone else could survive whatever you know what i mean like cool but like don't do all of that for gaja because it's like real didn't have a gaping watermelon sized hole in his solar plexus fucking charlotte he, like, didn't convert all of her <clears> fucking <throat> life energy into an attack and like burn her shit out you know what i mean like this yeah. motherfucker got corroded and like converted all of his life energy into mana and blew and it away.
1: was curse poisoned and like they dragged yeah. him out for the fight they dragged him out for the fight why'd like, you right, need cool. to save him and like I know that, like, for a lot of the Black Clover fans out there, they're going to be like, these guys are just shooting on it. But, like, hmm. it, this is a war, and I really expected some deaths. I saw more deaths when the white Midnight Eye attacked the cat Clover Capitol. You know? Like, like and I they, saw more people dying? dying in the streets. <laughs> There, oh sure like yeah. in the background but like yeah. even in spade kingdom that's not really showing we had that one
4: um we kind of <coughs> had that one scene at the beginning of spade where xenon went to diamond and just decimated their shit it was like one of like the the most drastic cliffhangers probably in the arc because mm-hmm. we literally had no information and this dude just took out an entire area you know what i mean by himself you know what i mean it's so like that shit was wild you know what i mean yeah i don't think they died maybe they did they probably did you know what i mean i don't think it was ever stated but like they look pretty fucked up but i mean like who know? like you don't really know what looking dead means in black clover you know what i mean yeah
3: i mean i don't know I the only reason i don't really like get super 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 upset about this is like I don't know me personally like i know we've had many conversations about this on the podcast as far as like what we kind of all look for in different certain types of series or whatever yeah but i always kind of bring myself back to a to a place where i'm like okay this is kind of weird but at the same time you read other series where you know people don't necessarily die like one piece obviously comes to mind There are certain situations in One Piece even where it's like, man, this person really should have died. Or even when you said, like, it's a war, people are going to die. Like, you think back to Alabasta, Luffy says the same thing to Vivi, like, this is Mm -hmm. a war, there's going to be casualties. Mm -hmm. Nobody really dies even then, other than probably fodder, like, soldiers in the armies or whatever, but...
4: You get stakes in consequence there's in like other areas in One Piece in though. The,
3: there, yeah, in One Piece there's always that passive like stake mm-hmm. building in the opposing forces of the world or like even the world government itself, like as far as corruption goes and their like level of um attention, let's say, towards Luffy.
4: Yeah. Uh, and just how information spreads in one piece. It's like if 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 a pirate and like so many characters are intermingled with each like are, are intertwined with each other, it's like if a news coup drops down and you hear some shit about what happened in the last art, one character might want to capitalize on what they think to be an opportunity inside of that situation. So you'll have people coming in trying like you 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 have all of those kind of thoughts in like the back of your mind, you know, like because the world is just that big and so many characters matter and they have so many opposing goals and motivations and so many paths that are involved you know like or so many um you have all these crazy paths and histories between these characters you know what i mean so it's like you never know what can happen in one piece whenever anything goes down you know what i mean but in black clover it's very black and white these motherfuckers were supposed to die and mimosa just hand waved it you know what i mean like it's cool whatever it's foreshadowed or whatever that you know they're saying about it like
2: absolutely anybody could be like mary be like mary log on to jumbocasino.com and play for free now no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner
4: because he foreshadowed it doesn't mean it's good though <laughs> you could foreshadow trash bro you know like just own it you know what i mean like like it being foreshadowed isn't enough to save this you know yeah, I mean, like, I, this mean, is I very, thought it was very yeah. anticlimactic, very cringy, in my opinion.
1: I I liked the build up, the like desperation of like trying absolutely everything, trying to heal them. I I really liked it. Like you know, it's like they did the right thing. They worked so hard. We just can't let them die. Like the you know, the the cycle of death where they they don't, um, you know, anger denial bargaining all that stuff like no if we could just do a little more if we could just do a little more i think that they could have had like a lot of emotional impact and then like even like knocked is just like like i really liked knocked line on page eight, where it's like not everyone who's right is necessarily rewarded for it. that's reality yeah that was fire and yeah. it's like that and then fire. him saying and then him saying although i did want them to be rewarded and if they had just let gaja die at that point all of those like four pages of, of emotional setup would have had a payoff right and that's like my big um bugaboo that's my big curmudgeon about it like yeah like I like black cover in a sense that like it's a very like easy to read easy reading like feel good series like I think that like mimosa's line like let's overrule reality after all that's what magic does and I think that this is like one of the most unabashed taglines for the series. Like, if you could say, yeah. Hey, what's the one line from the series that would uh, sum up this series? I would use this line on page 11. Let's overrule over- 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 reality. That's what magic does, right? Boom. Sure.
4: It's a hard line. I'm not going to lie. It's like, that's a tight line of dialogue. It was just like so that's poorly that... placed.
3: <laughs> you like, know what I mean? That's... <clears throat> that's something, well, I don't know. That's something to me that was like, Okay makes sense
1: i mean like it's the only way it can make sense
4: to uh, me honestly like in the moment it's like that's just not what you say here you know what i mean like like that's like i like that this page right here like this like panel will just overrule reality after all that's what magic does right it's like that's fine that's so black clover that feels great but saying that after you just hand waved like all of the damage that like multiple chapters were building up as legitimate it's it awkward it's like awkward like deflation. that like yeah like don't don't put that there you know what i mean like say that literally like any other time in the war room while you're trying to like rally everyone you know what i mean or something Martha? like that yeah My yeah name is
5: Martha.
4: wait what, what 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 does
1: that mean that doesn't mean anything what
4: what are you yeah, fight each other yeah, doing? Do it? it's just like it's so like it, I, I did not like that page like yeah. at all
1: um i wonder if it's like like, I do like the art for Mimosa, like, page 9 to page 10. Yeah. Like, it's very um. Midsomar. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. It, I never saw reminded, that movie. It reminded me of Midsommar where she has, like, the giant flower crown. I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. Like, I like that. That art's pretty <laughs> tight. A great drawing. Um, <clears throat> um. I don't know why Noct is, like, naked. Half naked.
4: Uh, I think because he like got his ass whooped a bunch or whatever. Mm. Like lost like his clothes like in the fight against uh, Nama and Lilith. So I think mm. is who are the are the demons that uh or the devils that he was fighting. Yeah, I remember whatever. those. Or whatever. I think he just yeah. I think he just got his clothes blown off in that. But
1: I do like at page eight. He has those little weakly little hands, and it reminds me of Truth from Full Metal. Opposed. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah! But yeah, it definitely was kind of a a genre change.
4: Yeah, dude, it was weird. It was like, just like, weird you, in the middle of all of queen, this. But yeah. as a
1: woman that I fell for you is and they're just like there's still a third dude we got to kill.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's just like a very weird tone shift to inject
1: mm-hmm.
4: um after all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is this I understand wanting a, a happy places. ending. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's like you still got more to do here. you set up the
1: sad ending. Yeah. You straight up put all... You you built 10 miles of track leading towards a sad, bittersweet ending. And then you went with, like, coffee with extra sugar and cream. And I'm like, (laughs) this is not what I ordered.
4: (laughs) Yeah. And it it just, like, makes the cliffhanger... Like, it makes the last page just, like, not matter to me, like, (laughs) at all. You know what I mean? Because it's like... Uh...
1: I think he looks kind of cool, the The bad guy. Uh, he reminds, like, all his tentacles and stuff remind me of uh, Ivy from Soul Calibur.
4: Oh, shoot. Oh, fuck, so, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, a
1: spinal segmented sword blades. Yeah. Sword Xenon's form is fire. Octopus. Dude, he yeah. Dr. Xenon. Octopus on him.
4: Yep, little bit of that. Yeah, Xenon, Hello, Xenon's Peter. form is fire. Yeah, Z- Xenon's form is, is great. I love that. But, man, it's like, am I supposed to be worried for you Yuno and, and Langris? Not and, anymore. I don't. Feel I, feel I mean, not that I, about. not that I really was originally, but like, see, this is my, this is my thing. I don't feel it's like what I've been saying, like since Witch Forest. Like, I don't feel the stakes in Black Clover. I'm there's no tension. I'm never worried about anything. We have too many examples of things just going the way they need to, like all, and even when they seem like they're not going the way that they need to there's enough examples in the story to let us know that it's still gonna be okay you know what i mean like at Mm -hmm. the end of the day and like if they can if they even save gaja (laughs) like what like why should i care about xenon versus Langris? like the
1: only way that's gonna be scary is if they kill mimosa first
4: right yeah yeah (laughs) if they if they neutralize mimosa
1: target the healer
4: yeah if they if they if they if they aggro mimosa and 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 stun locker and like just like remove her from whatever then all of a sudden like stakes kind of start to come back because you don't have this you know this this perfect healer you know available but still like even without that like mimosa hasn't been here for like a lot of like shit that's happened in black clover you know what i mean like they find a way they find mm-hmm. a way to save everyone. They find a way to keep them from having long-lasting consequences. I mean, besides Hugo Leon and, yeah. Julius, and Julius. You know what I mean? Those are two but pretty Julius good examples. But Julius
1: turned into a child, of, and it's not like a super hard consequence. It's like, I, oh no, you're younger now. Great. Like. I
4: remember thinking about like Julius when he came back, and I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. You know what I mean? And then they kind of like, I don't know, at least he's still less effective. Isn't as strong, like he's like you know, effectively a non-combatant, like you know, kind of move to a, um, yeah. you know, to uh, to a tactics like role, like give information, give advice, you know, I mean, like kind of role, which is cool, you know what I mean? You gotta take the most broken dude on on the protagonist side, like like look at Gojo getting sealed, you know what I mean? I kind of mm-hmm. just look at you it, have to like kind of you know.
5: A- yeah
4: yeah so julius is like fine or whatever like i still don't really like it but i mean like that's not like the most egregious thing that that black Clover's ever ever done in my opinion like that was Um, actually handled decently and fuego leon came in left he was taken out of the story like they hyped him up and then they're just like you just don't get this guy for like five arcs and i was like oh mm -hmm. shit okay well you know what i mean like that's that's all fine and dandy but like outside of that it's like everyone else just goes into a war with all of these stakes all of these threats all of this damage that they take throughout that we're supposed to care about, and then reset at the yeah, start of the next um, arc with higher base stats now. Because I grown wonder if... In the last fight, you know, so...
1: <laughs> we're going Super Saiyan this time. Yeah, <laughs> we nearly yeah. died. It means we're stronger now.
4: Yeah, there's definitely um... a Zenkai situation in, in, in Black Clover, but... <laughs>
1: I wonder if Ganja would suffer from, like, a sort of, like, magical burnout as a form of stakes and, like, be like Julius where he's takes more of an administrator role. He's like, hey, you can't be the number one warrior, but you can still, you know, act as an advisor consort to your queen who you have just been like, hey, mama, yeah. I love you. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm bold you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would like that because, like, you know, I'm I'm not gonna get sorry, Godger you're cool. I still want you to die. But like yeah. if he's not gonna do that, he could definitely ease into that sort of thing and it would fit the sort of happy ending Yeah you know, when the dust settles kind right. of thing for what's going on, what's been going
4: on. That's yeah, definitely something that they that could do that would feel cool, you know what I mean? They say like, mm-hmm. Hey, you live, you know what I mean, but like you don't get magic anymore or something you, you like that. Or you have out. barely any because you legitimately converted it into life force and like shot it out you know what i mean so it's gone yeah. you know what i mean like there's got to be something your... there for that you know yeah 90
1: percent of your magic is used to re-extend your lifespan to a normal amount and so you have access to 10 percent of your magic you can turn on light bulbs and you can teleport <laughs> through lightning short distances but yeah. other than that it takes a minute to charge up like a good javelin or something i don't know
4: yeah something like that you know what i mean like you got like like that would be that would be cool but, at the, but then at the same time, it's like Gaja was just, like, barely the character that that kind of situation would slap for. Like, if we, like, if that kind of thing happened to, like, uh, oh, man, why am I blanking on the lightning user on the Black Bulls? Luck? Uh, luck, yeah, my luck. bad. Yeah, like, if luck, you know what I mean? Like, if, if something like that happened to luck, like, the one, like, the smoke demon of the group that's, mm-hmm. like, always trying to fight... And you remove him from the series in that way, like you used up too much, you, you used up your life force or whatever, like you, you you lived, you know what I mean? Like you like Mimosa healed you, but you can't fight no more. You know what I mean? Like that would be devastating. That would be worse yeah. than real dying. You know, or I That'd mean worse than, than than Luck dying. You know what I, I think mean?
1: It, oh man, because I could imagine like an end of series moment with like yeah. Luck burning himself out and he's like crying because he can't like fight anymore. But then mm-hmm. when they ask him it's like, Hey man, are you okay? And he's just like I don't regret anything. Yeah. I hate this. Yeah. But I don't regret anything. Shit like and that, that would yeah. be a beautiful moment. That shit like that would slap beautiful you know heart, what I mean? But like, heartrending. Gaja,
4: you know what I mean? Like, Gaja, <clears> it's like we just haven't, in my opinion, we haven't spent enough time with him to where a situ- like even though like that would make it feel better in this moment after all of mm-hmm. this all, after the events of this chapter it's like at the end of the day god just wasn't that kind of character to where it's like that's going to hurt me all that much you know what i mean to find mm-hmm. that out after all of this like it's literally just damage control it would just feel like damage control to me if that happened it wouldn't be like oh man god can't fight no more really he uh, wasn't like, fighting I, much this I, fight yeah like i barely knew this dude you know what i mean <laughs>
1: But you like going to a bar and some guy's like, oh, my cousin did this. And I'm like, I don't even know you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why would I care about your cousin? I'm sorry. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> so what are, so what are go- we thinking?
4: Like, you know, says I'll finish him with my <clears> next attack. You think Langris is going to buy him that time? He's going to try to use the attack. It's going to be ineffective in some kind of way because that's the subversion, Uh, you know, of this final line of dialogue and then like that's going to make us go oh shit what's he going to do next and then some part of the cards shit comes in and finishes the job yeah or some shit you know what i mean like it's like i don't even know what to expect from this shit anymore bro like i know like it feels like tabata tries to you know do some cool shit sometimes and like the the road there like seems really promising and then
1: do you feel like like it's a case of um i've seen some writers where they try almost too hard to subvert any expectations and by doing that stuff of like not following a general trajectory they create things that sometimes feel unreadable yeah
4: yeah i don't know it just feels like you just can't meet all the conditions for the things that he's trying to to execute on you know I mean? yeah it feels like he's got like a really good idea and like he's like okay we can lean into these tropes we can do this differently and we can do boom 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 but then like once the picture's painted, you're like, well, real, but, but,
1: well, what was the, what was the attempt here? Yeah. You didn't know, and, um, and like, I don't think overall it's like a bad series or anything like that, but it's, it's very much like, I think it's definitely geared towards like a younger audience because oh, like you sure. are reading Shonen Jump, right? Like, right like we are part of the older audience for shonen jump so we like series like jujutsu kaisen we love series where like one piece kind of grew with us you right.
4: know yeah. like
1: like one piece started out very kid friendly and yeah. then it just got progressively darker and darker
4: yeah i see what you mean there so yeah definitely <laughs> so, yeah we're part of the older you know shonen yeah. fans who so like, like really appreciate just... the newer kinds of storytelling and then this one is just
1: Yeah, and this is definitely, I feel like Black Clover is just definitely aimed at the Shonen side of Shonen Jump. So I think from that perspective, it carries itself pretty well. Yeah. This was an awkward awkward chapter. Um, I wonder if they used this sort of like emotional revelation with like, I love you and saving people and stuff as a way to not initially go into the Xenon fight, like go straight into the Xenon fight and leave it at like a large cliffhanger because um, Tabata is going on a hiatus or has been said to go on a hiatus soon. Yeah, so I feel like that. maybe so I feel like there may be like setting this up, putting some like filler, some fluff, some emotional boosts, end on a high note, mm. clean finish, then get back into the series, let it be serious, let it be you know the brutal fight scenes etc <clears throat>
4: sure i mean
1: it's i feel like it's just i feel like it's a little bit like there's a, m- a moment of like buying time
4: yeah maybe i forgot that he was uh he going to be away for weekly Shonen jump 40 um i don't know if it's going to be any more than that but i knew, i do know that it was like an uh an unplanned like like last minute kind of like thing. And yeah. not, you know what I mean? So that is, I'm, I'm kind of, so this
1: might him. be a reason why this chapter feels rushed and a little out there. And he's like, Hey man, I'm worried about stuff.
4: I wonder if he's like, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like Hey man, I'm worried about stuff. Got health. I'm, I'm a mangaka. You know, I've got chronic health problems due to stress, you know, and workload and stuff. So the life maybe, of a mangaka. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. It's a, it's a rough gig. It's harder on your body than some pro wrestlers. Um, yeah.
4: So Wait a minute, hold on question actually now that I'm looking at um at page fourteen shortly after, uh before Maggie Kula's defeat so I remember someone saying that like she was only like partially manifested when um when noel was was fighting her with Nozelle and gaja and Lolo Pechka and shit like all that shit that yeah. we just came out of. she was only partially manifested, so mm-hmm. some people thought that because of that like she wasn't actually defeated and maybe only like you know. She was just partially defeated because of that. Yeah, or whatever. It looks like she's yeah, it looks like she it like is legitimately just defeated, though.
1: Yeah, because like the little soldiers at the beginning of page one, two, they're melting away. Yeah, so it's like but I, but well. that. But
4: that does raise a question, though, because she was only partially out. It wasn't full power. Maggie yeah. Kula. So she's still
1: hiding behind the seal, just waiting for Xenon to just let her through?
4: Or maybe because, like, whether you're partially manifested or fully manifested, you still have that core that Noelle destroyed. So, like, it doesn't matter whether you were partially manifested or not. But if they did defeat her while she was partially manifested, then, like, that feels, like, kind of awkward, too, because it's like usually you let your villains show their full capabilities before they're defeated.
1: Yeah. Uh, I wonder if there's gonna be like a demon fusion thing yeah or, that, that's that, by the way yeah.
4: like that's definitely not like i did just say like feels kind of awkward but i guess it's not really a complaint of mine that they defeated Meggy Kula before she was fully manifested she got a lot of screen time she did a bunch a bunch of moves a bunch of magic it was a huge crazy fight like that shit mm-hmm. was tight as fuck you know what i mean like that makes sense as a final fight for Maggie Kula. but i just remembered someone said that in the comment section and i was like yeah that makes a lot of sense hmm. And then she's just done actually and it's like hmm <laughs> maybe she's not maybe she comes back but Ooh. i mean like you know I usually usually after things like that characters are done in black clover it's not like a one piece where you can do a crazy finishing move on a on a motherfucker like seven times and they still got plot points that they're gonna that they need to be involved in so Ooh. they're coming back i had the
1: rochi rochi fruit and yeah. you can head off seven more times before <laughs> yeah. i die type shit yeah No, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of interesting in the idea of um, the bad guys lacking empathy and not caring about others. Xenon opening up the portal and pulling like a wounded Magikula through and just feasting upon her to like power himself up. Yeah. Because I could be like, okay, you manifested, but it got prevented. It got aborted. It got destroyed. Your core was damaged. You're behind the seal. You're regenerating. Yeah like
4: I wonder if we're gonna get any more um just a, a look inside of who the dark triad are as characters right like I like I feel like I've been waiting for like flashbacks or like I know that we got a little bit for Dante one time and then like maybe there was another flashback <laughs> for some other character like in before or after that but
1: yeah like, 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 it's, like we're getting like nothing like, I yeah. played with Cats and i killed
4: them yeah we're getting nothing on these guys and they're just like getting defeated and i know that this isn't one piece where everybody gets a flashback right before they're beaten or whatever but like but if ganja like, gets true romance we gonna get anything in the arc at all period maybe Gadja after they're gets all defeated
1: true romance can the dark triad get a little fleshing out of i know he's a skeleton spooky skeleton man right now but yeah i want a little meat on them bones
4: I mean, at least for one of them like xenon's the one like okay so dante's defeated vanica's defeated xenon has always felt like the deepest character of the three anyway so it's like are you gonna give give him some pathos yeah like what are you like what are we gonna do here with like the dark triad members themselves is my i guess my question
3: maybe it'll be like a retrospective thing where like after they beat him they'll be having a conversation like what the fuck was even up with those dudes like we didn't even (laughs) ever learn anything about him like did their motivations like what the fuck were they even on bumpers (laughs) like that for and then maybe like we did get the one dude who ran away from the spade kingdom to tell you know about his lineage maybe he knows a little more than you know he initially let on and he like maybe or somebody else steps in like Listen, this is this 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 situation with how these motherfuckers came together and like what their motivations really were or something like this, but yeah, we could get some after the fact shit
4: that 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 probably yeah, yeah, that probably that'd probably feel really good if we got some if we got something like that afterwards, yeah, for sure.
3: But, but uh, yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think that's about it. I all hope Tabata I is okay. I hope uh, Tabata is yeah. okay, too. I hope that I hope they keep
1: doing it. what they're doing and doing what they enjoy. But, yeah, like, absolutely. yeah, life comes at you fast.
3: For sure. For sure. Yeah, that's all I had. All right. That's all I had as well. Well, with that, I think we can go ahead and get right into chapter 324 of Mboku no Hero Academia. A young woman's declaration, and we get a nice little cover panel this time. Uraraka, looking on at this happy dude as the hero is saving the situation or whatever. Yep. And uh,
1: punk Labrador man. <laughs>
5: yeah.
3: yeah. And this <laughs> chapter in general guy. is just an awesome Uraraka chapter. I think, like we've been wanting. Yeah. Okay, this is just pretty much a whole chapter dedicated to her just spitting. at these people spitting hot lava spitting hot lava magma on them spitting acid
4: rain they don't don't even know what to do man like they're she's really getting inside the ears and hearts of these people man i love i love to see it she's
1: she's reading them their rights dude because like i think it's really interesting that a guy wearing an all might shirt is just like no i don't want them here are you saying that we should be covered in grime and filth and she's like hell no we're the ones that bear that burden but like we need to wash it off sometimes
4: right it's
1: like we're human too like
4: yeah you know that's the big one that's the big one because it's like people have a point in that these are public servants these are heroes these are Their job that they signed up for to protect these people. And these are times where, you know, society's view on heroes' capability and their trust in them is like at one of the lowest points it's ever been, if not the lowest. You know what I mean? So they have points there, but like there's equal points on the side of like, yeah, we signed up for this and we're trying to do this, but like we're going through it too with y'all. And I know that we, are supposed to be the ones that protect you but like clearly we've run into something that we couldn't possibly have you know prepared for or predicted and we're doing our best but like you gotta let us fucking shit like we are not machines you know what i mean as much as we want to be like we're we're fighting for our fucking lives out here and yours you know what i mean like i gotta i can't do this shit 24 7 as much as i want to like i gotta come back to the crib and reset <coughs> let me reset mm-hmm.
3: you know what yeah. i'm saying well, like well, damn what yeah. And then another really impactful thing that she says obviously like kind of the the main focal point at least artistically of the chapter uh the double spread here on 12 and 13 oh, and here. the dialogue leading up into it um on like 10 11 and 9. Yeah. Basically where she's saying like this is his hero academy. Like you think of the does the high school aspect of the show like late into life a high school is considered somewhere that you can think and go back to as uh, a safe place where you kind of depending on I guess your experience in the high school but like in general it's kid as shit. a place as a safe place yeah. where you can go back and like reminisce on memories and shit and even even high school reunions you know 20 30 years down the line they're having you come back to your high school see these people you went to school with you know touch up catch up on what's going on in life and shit and she's like, look, this is his fucking school. And even past that, he's a fucking kid still. He's like, a he's high literally, school kid. He's, he's fucking 14 or 15 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so... All oh, you like, grown-ass Yo. motherfuckers. 30. This is his fucking yeah. school. And you're trying to tell him he can't even come back here? Like, Right. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like, absolutely. we're sheltering
1: you. And you say that he can't come to his own school. Yeah. And he's doing all this stuff for you. Like... Yeah. And he's like... They're like he's taking responsibility. He's got plenty of learns. He's a regular high school kid. Yeah. And I like the person that's like, yeah, but, and then she just ignores him and says, this place <laughs> is his school. Yeah. Like, let him stay here. Yeah.
4: Um, and I understand that, you know, they're scared and tensions are high, but like eventually, you know, you kind of come out of that like rage mode and just see a 14, 15, whatever year old boy covered in blood and mud on his knees like crying, crying in front of him. It's like you've out. been looking at this kid the entire time like you like wake the fuck up, dude. Like, yeah, like like you're in danger because he's here, but like
3: this is a child, son. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I mean?
1: There's so many throwbacks in this chapter that I absolutely grown.
3: adore. Throwback to this his pose when he's crying. Kimiwa Hero ni naru.
4: Oh, oh man i thought of that too man that's so fucking great bro Um, so
1: page nine page eight and page seven there is eel boy during the my villain academia arc yeah twice stabs that dude in the head yeah back of the dome that guy eel boy is dead yeah Like I like that touch because it's like, Uraka, Uraka's like, that's a formative memory for her. That is something that she will cherish and like fortifies her in her moments of doubt. In this moment of doubt, it fortifies her. And it's a world that cannot exist anymore. And I love that stuff. Um, I like that part where she's like, we can all I want to make a world where we can all smile together because she feels regret when she felt like she failed Toga and felt like you like toga's just like you're not gonna help me like i i have to fight you you're because you're not gonna help me and toga's heart broke down a little bit she was like i thought we could be friends even if we were on opposite ends like yeah i really thought you know hoped that kind of thing yeah for Um, sure i love that um i like the idea that you know um that line that Deku says, You looked like you were hurting. And my body just moved on its own. And I love that. The kids, a kid and the lady that he helped, like.
3: Yeah. Kota.
1: Kota. Kota. Yeah, Kota. Kota. Yeah. Kota and all these dudes that are like. Uh, that lady that all of the people on twitter are thirsting after uh <laughs> runs out which one this one with like the fox face yeah, the dude, fox I, lady, yeah. I went on
5: twitter kind of
4: tall and I, curvy though wait yeah, a minute hey, i didn't really you know, look every, like that every,
1: no, everyone me. went total toto you know, like <laughs> it's a dull girl with a big butt I don't <laughs> yeah. <like that>. yeah. <laughs> it's just like i was like nah, on twitter that's enough for one day
4: hurry <laughs> twitter game, yeah lit <laughs>
3: but that was a huge moment to see at least kota less so for me the fox lady but like Mm -hmm. kota for sure was heavy running out to just embrace deku like yo yeah oh my man's yeah seeing Seeing kota come in with the tears streaming
4: yeah fire and like i know we don't know that girl as much but like she had a rather impactful moment for a lot of people you know while was running through and doing his thing so
1: i mean she's representative like the kind of uh underprotected minorities
3: right well she's, no, the, well she's not well she's like a big humans yeah. yeah she's a the racism that goes on within the yeah. quirk society so like she's kind of really the focal point of that there. of that narrative point that we get like she's the representative of that narrative point for the most part i would say that spinner but yeah spinner yeah. on the villain side of things but like yeah. in this moment it's her. oh sure yeah absolutely. on this on this side of the storytelling yeah 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 i want to say she's like yeah. one of the only
4: examples that we've gotten of this as like a character yeah. I mean, like, well, obviously we have the spinner stuff and then like you have like the whole like organ, like basically the KKK, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of situation that we have in here for, for, uh, for the human heteromorph. Works. So yeah, like we've seen it like a little bit and like when we do see it, it's like really potent, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think this is one of the only examples we have someone like on our um, side that we're supposed to care about
1: being a victim of that. Yeah. Throw back to the early chapters, page 15. Grandpa with the star on his chest is literally the guy. Is like, oh, yeah. kid, you want to be a hero? Yeah. You can do it. And I don't know if that grandpa even recognizes him. He's just got this blank face, like,
4: hmm. yeah, he is sitting there, dude. I forgot all about but, that. But guy. I do
1: like that moment where, like, everyone's like, oh, I have good intentions, and yeah, good for you. And then when it com- comes down to it, like, ah, I don't know, get him out of here, like, yeah. maybe, eh, you know, yeah. uh, the fickle fairweather public. Um. yeah but i like that um i would like to say one thing there's this group on the internet that comes out and it's like it's like comic book something comic book reads like dot org it's it's like the buzzfeed of thing it pops up if you have like a blank tab on your thing it pops up all the time and they're like turns out my deku isn't the, the greatest hero of all time because they said we were all heroes. And I'm like, that is the stupidest read I've ever heard. Oh, but in
4: the last, in the last uh, narration box on the last yeah, page, the story of like, how we all became the greatest heroes.
1: Yeah. And I'm just <laughs> like, that does not exclude Yikes. the fact that he is like, if he, if Deku becomes the greatest hero of all time and he basically becomes the next All Might puts down all for one, he's still the greatest hero of all time. But at the same time, My Hero Academia literally tells a story about how one person cannot shoulder and take care of everything else for the rest of the world. It has to be a group effort. It is community. It is your friends. It is your circle. It is your network. That is the strongest point. All for One knows it too. He literally uses threat and leverage to amass a network and then use that network to tear you down systematically day in and day out. He never confronts someone directly unless he thinks he's going to win. Yeah, that's right. And it's just like, wow. I, I get really pissed off at reads like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Just like, Come on. There's a little nuance. Like,
4: I- yeah. I can't be on like CBR and like all of yeah, those, that's it. Like CBR, sites, I, that, that, that CBR
1: site just pisses yeah. me off, and I'm like, that is the shallowest thing. Like, did you just feed this through like a, a like a bot and it just said it read the words like it said this and it also said this. Therefore, A cannot be true. And I'm like, yeah, they suck. They suck. You're really dialing it in, bro. Like, Things
4: saying how they're still a thing, even. But you get your because they're like so wrong whatever. half the yeah. time, and I'm just like. Like what do you like? A million people aren't going to unsubscribe simultaneously. So it's like once you have yeah. a big enough network, it's like you're pretty much self-sustaining no matter what you do.
1: Too big to fail. Yeah,
4: like a bank. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, yeah, fuck man. CBR though; those guys suck. Those guys suck.
1: Subscribe <laughs> to us. <laughs> but, but
4: yeah, yeah they, man. Uh, yeah. Just this Great endeavor panel on seven i wanted to sh- i wanted to shout out this endeavor panel on seven because he just looks so like like i don't even remember this hat that he's wearing so like i turned the page into this and i was like damn i've never seen endeavor <laughs> i feel like this is like what just like, got right? a hat on yeah he's feeling like, his age yeah, oh, fuck. yeah, he, yeah. he looks, like, he looks like old P- yeah he's
1: like a pi for real <laughs> he looks yeah. like an old-timey Private Investigator. Noir type. Rain Slicker. He (laughs) looks like a noir detective. Yeah. L.A. Noir. (laughs) Flame Noir.
4: Yeah. But yeah, dude, this was just like the cherry on top of this stretch of storytelling. I wonder how much longer it's going to go like this. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder, like, because I'm like halfway expecting just villains to just drop in at the end of these chapters. Like, the last, like, two or three chapters... Like when you're really feelsy, like really thinking that everything is kind of like come, you know, like where it needs to be. And you're like, all right, my people are coming together. And then boom, door gets kicked in by some drastic quirk and like villains flood in type shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm almost expecting that at the end of these chapters. And I'm sure that now that all of this like really heartfelt, like developmental, progressive stuff. Is kind of done. That like shit's probably gonna start turning up again. Pretty. I think
1: so too. I'm really excited to for the team tactics with Midoriya in the mix, planning, carrying it out, working together as a team. Because he has so many quirks. He's studied his friends and peers relentlessly. Yeah. yeah i do he think they have. do
4: i do think they let him rest though like i think that he finally yeah, does gonna, get like his bed and he gets to chill for like a little bit but i do think i that think he's gonna have a hard
1: heart to heart with his mom and like oh, maybe yeah, he's got to talk to his mom yeah. he's gonna have to because his mom's like hey you should quit being a hero please like yeah. i know this is what's been driving you all keeping you like around all these years like yeah. driving you keeping you afloat from like crippling depression i don't know if Uh, she'll
4: i don't know if she'll try the stop being a hero thing again you know what i mean she she, she leaned into that hard as fuck she leaned into that hard and so like
1: this is a moment where she's like i can't stop you but i'm worried about you or maybe uh, maybe i just need to appreciate the time we have right now
4: yeah, I would, that, that shit would be like I, I feel like Deku might go up to her and before she could even say anything, he's gonna be like, I know you see all this stuff and you're worried like crazy and you want me to quit, but like you gotta understand, like and she's just like, Don't even say it, bruh. Like, I I would I want you to keep going. I'm not here to tell you to like stop being a hero. Like we already had that conversation. I'm just happy you're safe right now. <laughs> everyone seen it was the hardest part was seeing everyone cuss you out. You know, type shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I would love a scene like that. But I'm sure that whatever interaction him and his mom have, Kohei's going to write the shit out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's this
1: moment. I keep going back to page 17. And I think that, like, Deku is the hero of the outliers because he didn't have a quirk. Like, Coda is an outlier within the society because he resented... The society that cheered on his parents' death. So he hates heroes, yeah. right? Like he loves Deku. He still probably hates heroes in general. Right. Like like low key, you can't like you're a kid, you can't change your mentality that quickly. Right. Um and like the lady is a heteromorph, idea. like a heteromorphic woman. Like that dev- like, you know, they are outcasts of a sort. Anthropomorphic. Uh, I They called him... They do have... Heter- their, yeah, they, they called yeah, him Yeah, 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 yeah,
4: yeah, you're right. Heteromorphia. yeah. they do. They do say that. Yeah, my bad.
1: Yeah. So, like, I think it's interesting that the ones that come to his rescue are the outliers.
4: Oh, yeah. That are
1: often rescued.
4: Yeah. That's so, such a... Wow. That's a great... Like,
1: like, this chapter literally made me cry. I was so my eyes
4: got warm man they got warm and scratchy i'm not gonna cap i was i was
3: i was definitely fully man. invested and immersed into the chat i felt like i was there when i, I shed a tear this. as well man it yeah. started shedding tears on 12 and 13 the devil spread yeah for this sure. is his hero academy yeah like oh man i just thought about the title I'm like, damn, and then through through to page 17, I was like, on 17, it reactivated. Well, just page 12 and 13, like, while we're here, like, the
4: perspective on this is just amazing for the moment, and you have the clouds that, like, everything kind of, like, moves up towards that, like, gray point, you know what I mean, in the sky that all of the clouds are kind of, like, drawn to be, like, circling around, you know what I mean? So just, like, dynamically, it just is such an aesthetic page you know what i mean everything's
1: oppressive cold overwhelming dark and then there's that tiny speck of light of raraka on top of the building
4: yeah yeah absolutely
1: like i like that they highlighted her in like a little halo of light and she is that one point of light that's going to break the darkness i want the storm in the coming chapters really badly.
4: Wait, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? You kind of, like, rose for a sec.
1: (laughs) I really want uh, in the following chapter for her from going from being that speck of light in the darkness on page 12 and 13 to, like, Mm -hmm. the the storm cresting, breaking, and opening up, lightening up atmospherically to enhance the crowd eventually warming up to him, showing empathy. Like, their eyes are unclouded, much like the sky... Wow. That kind of thing. That'd be I some really beautiful imagery.
4: Them. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. That shit like, would be fucked. up. But like, awesome. Kohei
1: does that stuff. You do and like, that. we were talking about the, the Black Clover thing where like, if you have a setup and you have some payoff, sometimes just go for the obvious payoff. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. And like, Kohei does that. He goes hard. He's been leading up this, this moment of like true Deku breaking down, showing absolute vulnerability to the point that he, people feel like they need to save him. Yeah. I love that. it's yeah. fantastic.
4: That's beautiful. That was really well said, bro. You got me, got me in my feels right now. Did I'm just I, like staring I, did, at did this spread. Did I make spread, you a little scratchy? Like, yeah, I'm like staring at this spread again now. I'm just like, god damn it. Yeah. 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 Then you turn the page and it's just the big sob bawling, full page dedicated.
1: To just him. Yeah. Full emotions. Like, like, oh, and that's. Man. And I love Nezu's face. He is yeah, like shocked Apple that way. this is going on. And like, he's the smartest fucker in this series yeah. next to All for One. I think that Nezu actually is smarter than All for One. Sure. And he's already like looking at this and he's like kind of projecting like, if these kids can do this, I know what they could do in the future. Like he's like He's already imagining A glorious future for them And even if that glory is bloody And brutal and just harsh Hard living He can see them doing good things, great things
3: Yeah man Well that and he's thinking about the Just the societal Shit he was talking about in the previous chapter Where they're like One step away and he's just thinking back to that One step away and now He's like oh is this final step
2: being taken Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hey, Nissan,
6: how do you get to the top?
0: Calculating. Proceed to 1959. Take a hard left in East Africa at
4: the 71 Safari Rally. Veer right for 19 off-road championships in the Baja Desert. Proceed towards Moab. Take the trail to Hell's Revenge. Include steep incline. Continue
0: for the next million miles. Um, where to first again? 60 years, millions of miles, and the capability to take you anywhere. This is the
1: new Nissan. Yeah,
4: um, this was one for and the then, books, like, man.
1: It has the one step away. A page immediately follows it. Coda stepping. Footwear. Yep. Focusing on feet. Um... I love the little throwback to it's gotta be the red ones. What shoes yep. do you want? Like I love that. The
4: Deku elevens. The, the Deku. The one. Deku five. The Deku bro. threes. The, the Air Izukus. The Air Izukus, yeah.
3: <laughs> well Uh-oh. I think that's about all I have for uh- this chapter, my hero. Yeah, so incredible sad. chapter.
4: I, yeah, this is yeah, this was uh this was amazing, and I think yeah. This I'm is a payoff
1: too. chapter like a motherfucker. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Great discussion, boys. All right then with that I think we can go ahead and move right into the piece dezy Stone mm-hmm. chapter 1023 of one piece what? spitting image fire Yes and we get this cool little cover story of uh, well not a color story but just a color uh, page of or cover page rather of uh, Vivi yep. in a garden with some oh. birds playing. Love it. And Karu is uh, jealous. <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought this was really fitting, especially since uh, Jump just released a VV's one-shot mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. and I think the dress is the same.
4: Oh, wow. I didn't peep that yet, but I did see that on the app, and that would be really cool. I would be doing that shit. He'd be tying shit together like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Consistency.
4: Yeah, I love VV too. Even
1: if it's not like so <clears throat> obvious that they're connected if you leave enough breadcrumbs a reader will connect the dots like i love that stuff yeah like that, it's just a continuation of that payoff conversation we were talking about like if you put enough clues
3: cool like for sure nisekoi mangaka naoshi komi yep. Oh, you didn't peep yeah. that on the you didn't peep that on the this app or what? This is some different art. No, I saw this. A little, but little thought,
1: tasty treat for you after this.
3: This yeah. is some different art. Yeah, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. yeah it looks cool. I would See, be, of... be seeing, like, uh, I be seeing different renditions of One Piece and like. Like, low key Ooh. you know what i'm saying i'm like damn this shit
5: gonna fire though. <laughs> yeah. oh a, Oda's really a,
3: Oda's is a great artist but like yeah. man i saw that shoku geki no sanji one shot yeah. that motherfucking the ace novel by Boichi. Yeah, yeah yeah um i'm like the opposite and, uh, whenever this, i see now like, this just other famous weird. mangaka yeah, I don't cool. know, man. I'd be like, like Luffy, man. Here on page nine of this VV one shot, he looking kind of clean though. Yeah,
4: no doubt it's good. You know what I mean? Like all the other artist renditions are, are definitely good, but it's like One Piece has such a um, a unique style. You know what yeah. I mean? That it's like, you know, it, it feels um, it's just like more. It just feels so weird seeing it look like a normal manga. You know what I mean? Or something close to it, something a little bit more traditional. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, this chapter though, okay. The guys turning up together. Love to see it.
1: <clears throat> this is definitely climaxing like,
4: yeah.
3: really hard. Yeah. I mean, um, this is something to me that is like mm, so good. Where this, this, di- I, you know, I love the dynamic between Zoro and Sanji, you know, obviously. Um, yeah. And so seeing them fight together actually for a change, like, or in the same proximity where they're kind of doing shit like you know saving one another from the the enemy's attacks like oh you're lacking dude what's up oh now you owe me one he's like ah we're even what's yeah, up you yeah. know ah oh, it's so good dude whenever
4: that dynamic is there it's
3: quick. always fire
4: you got like your gimli and your lego loss you know what i mean like your zoro and your sanji you got like your you could find this dynamic in like a lot of things but the story of One Piece is just so massive that I feel like at this point here, it's like seeing Zoro and Sanji turn up in Wano side by side. It's like, when was the last time we even got something like this to this extent? Groggy Ring? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> wild to me because yes. we we're talking about like like MASH just hit its 74th chapter. Yeah, something like that. And we're here at 1023. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's man. just like, what can you tell with that much... Like the, it's just—it's a saga. It's just, a straight-up saga. Whenever I see wow. these
4: characters do anything, just like—I'm con- sure a lot of people feel the same way. You're just constantly flooded with the memories of the history of the characters. You know what I mean? It makes them feel so mm-hmm. real. You know what I mean? You've grown, yeah. You've grown so
3: far with them. It really yeah. does. Mm-hmm. And like oh. yeah, now at this point of the story, to see them turning up against these Yanko commanders, it yeah. really just. Makes you feel good, man. Like, man like, we're oh, out I can't here, wait bro. to see them. Yes, we yeah. are really out here, out here, <laughs> out here, boy. Yeah. For real. And I can't wait to see the panel of them just, like, standing over the defeated, you know what I'm saying, queen and king. And just, like, everybody's yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Mm, just... Yeah establishing that we are truly fucking here you know i'm saying the straw hat pirates are one of the most fearsome pirate crews in the fucking world yeah everyone's gonna see this
4: everyone's gonna see and know about like the people the people that are there right now see and that's always like like the tightest shit in one piece happens when you have like a huge fucking audience you know what i mean so like even though this is like a separated part of the world you know what I mean? Like the information's obviously
3: going to get out. You know what I mean? And, and I need, I need my man's to have bounties over a billion. Both of them. Come on now. Both of them. Come on now, dude. The maybe choreography. They, maybe, they might not. They might not. I, maybe I should reel that in. But like, I, I'd <laughs> like, I'd like to see. Oh, the whole monster trio with bounties over a billion. I was just about to say, like, this fight uh, is... Luffy's this, already got bounties over a billion. This fight
4: already, this choreography is through the roof, and, like, this is already, like, you know, billion bounty shit we're looking at right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is... This incredible. Bro, when fucking... Okay, first of all, this um Sanji panel of, like, the pinwheel ding, Diablo ding, Jamba ding, 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 yeah. is drastic. And then into the Zoro and King... Confront or uh you know um clash on the next page and then he disarms zoro and then steals off his ass and he blocks it with the fucking mouth sword and it's like i know we see i i want to say i want to say this has to have happened like we have to have seen this kind of thing before with like zoro like because i know that we all we know that he slashes with them he king tangs with them you know what i mean but like have we ever just gotten like a straight up raw like you came at me with real force and i just stopped your shit with just my mouth sword you know what i mean i don't remember another time like that if there is another time feel free to remind us and or at least remind me in the comment section but i just turned the page on this and i was like okay so much is going on here he went for an attack his fucking blade like receded you know to show these grooves so that he could like you know hinge him and disarm him, and then he punched him in the face. And it's blocked. I was just like, holy fucking shits!"
3: So like, what mm-hmm. a sequence. <laughs> yeah. And a little bit of... Just something I noticed just now that is pretty weird. Just a little bit of artistic inconsistency. Oh. Which is rare to see in one piece, I think. Sure. Um, where on page 8 here, in the punching panel... Mm-hmm. In the small middle panel above it, you see the swords both facing the same way. The main punching panel on the bottom... They're facing opposite directions. Oh, I think... Um, <clears throat> I think that might just be... He caught them up
4: in one panel, lifted them out of Zorro's hands in the mm-hmm. next panel, and then flung them, you know, like, oh, in the next yeah. panel. Oh, you think he Absolutely. flung them? No. Yeah, no, because closely. you see you these little... The teeth. The...
1: It's a sword catcher. It's a sword catcher. Uh, it's a yeah, catcher sword. Yeah, for sure,
4: for sure. But I think Eagle is saying, like, right. why do they you know, why are they both the same way in one panel, and then the next panel, they're opposite directions. I think it's because in the very middle panel, it's just, they've been taken out of Zoro's hands, still connected to the
3: sword. I think and then, I think you're right, because yeah. on the bottom panel, you can actually see the two little, mm-hmm. uh, not impact, but yeah, kind just of action, action yeah. drawing things, right by the swords along the blade, like, yeah, like something, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. But yeah, um, Zorro, man. <laughs> this All panel on All the of bottom of
4: 10 where king is like trying to kick him and he's like taking <laughs> over him the perspective of like the foot coming like almost looks like it's jumping off the page
1: yes. <laughs> it's fire i i i wonder like um how is sanji able to like queen raises a valid point how does sanji's leg ignite you guys I, are the one piece heads so like you'd know better than me <laughs> I mean, don't know, dude. there's
3: never really been an explicit, re- literally what we get from Sanji in this chapter about how he does it is I'm just literally, <laughs> no, this is literally the explanation that Oda has given to the ability like in an SBS when, a kid, when somebody asked about it, they were like, how does Sanji's leg light on fire? He literally was like, the heat of his passion burns hotter than flames. Yeah, literally pretty much the exact quote we got from Sanji in this chapter is what is the explanation that Oda's given on it and Sanji (laughs)
4: always speaks like poetically like that you know what I mean like he's always like Mm -hmm. incorporating like metaphysical things into like his dialogue like that you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. he's he's always very you know cigarette smoking cool guy like helpless romantic like you know you gotta say some profound shit you know what I mean
3: like yeah I mean that that was the explanation yeah. he gave. That SBS yeah. was a long time ago. And yeah. now, like within the story, obviously, we know that on a metaphysical, like biological, like DNA level, he's been manipulated to have this ability, most likely, right? Because his brothers, you know, they have the lightning ability. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, uh, Yonji's like a winch man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And then, and, and uh, Ichiji, hmm. you know, he's the fire. So, like, they No, he's not the fire. It's it's lightning. What is Ichiji? I can't remember. Explosion. Explosion. There you go. Yeah. So, like, he's got these innate abilities most likely because of the, you know. But actually, it's been implicitly stated he was the one that it didn't work on. Right, yeah. Now that I, don't, I remember that. I used to say, like,
4: what a lot of, I feel like a lot of people used to say this. But I was like, that's just friction, son. I was <laughs> just like, you know. you got not su- think so. You got to suspend disbelief a little bit, you know what I mean? And just like, you know, they're already superhuman, so... If they're superhuman everywhere else, they could be superhuman in regard to just spinning really fast and lighting your fucking foot on fire or like scraping your foot, you know, on the ground and like lighting it like a match or some shit. You know what I mean? That's how yeah. I kind of always like, I mean, it could it.
3: just be like, yeah, like most of the German shit didn't work right. Like sure. he's not, he's not a heartless, emotionless piece of shit. But or this whatever. worked, but this slipped through. Yes. Yeah, it could be yeah. as simple as that. You know, yeah, that's fine.
1: Yeah. That's uh, cool. I that wonder feels really good is what is, where's is the source of the raid suit? Cause he talks about like my ever since I put the raid suit on the second time, my body's felt off. Not bad, just weird.
3: Oh shit! The raid and, suit is like made specifically to amplify their abilities and shit.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like um? It's bringing some germa shit out of them? Do you th- do you think it's also do you think it's like is it is it germa is it like the raid suit germa technology or germa adjacent? Like yeah. It is. Then maybe the suit was acting as kind of like a patch, right? Like I didn't do quite right with my son, so here's this technology that can like, like he wears it, and it like infuses his body and then infuses him with the patches that would have been necessary to fix him later down the road. Like a fully complete, like a like an upgrade, right? Like like a yeah. like a. Like a operator's patch, a little bit. Oh, that's kind of okay. Nah, I okay, it. I see what you're like saying. the yeah, suit yeah. is acting as a device, applying a biological upgrade to him, fixing the flaws in his biological oh, coding. Damn.
3: I mean, I do think like having the German technology on his body, obviously, even as he states, is like implying that it's messing with his body in some kind of way. I, I think maybe he specifically says it's not activating negative, some, activating yeah. some like. Latent shit, you know, yeah, yeah,
1: it's like it's like he couldn't activate certain things before, but now that the suit's like interfacing with him, maybe it's like kick firing kind of like the stunted um spark plugs of his body that like, okay, let's hit the engine, let's go, you know,
3: oh shit, that
1: kind of thing that's kind of And I think I'm obviously
3: getting... it's gonna have to get redesigned as we talked about because he's not gonna have that Germa look as like you know black leg Sanji of the straw hats, you know Yonko commander type shit, but yeah. I think yeah. e- either the Victorian type beat that I've talked about, or even just a clean ass suit, you know, like Noxy, I think, has brought up, where he can then wear his little goofy outfits, you know, Hawaiian shirt, shorts, and the sandals, or whatever. And then he always has that put the fucking raid suit on. And We're now, going on to war. To the nines, boy, I'm in yeah. the three piece. I'm about to kick you in your fucking dome. Yeah. He do be liking the, you know, saying the clean suit look. Yeah. For that sure. would be more on par for his character, I feel. Yeah.
1: Um, so the first part of spitting image that's referenced in the series is like this here is like 10 and 11. And they always talk about like how the, the will of D is like a form of destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And they like the Yakuza guys are talking about like how um, he's the spit, like Zoro is the spitting image of Lord uh, Ushimaru. Shimotsuki
3: Ush- Ushimaru. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and that he's the descendants of Shimotsuki Ryuma, the god of the blade. And they talk about how Ryuma was also a one eyed samurai. That was so wild like... son. And have y'all like...
3: seen the crazy ass theories that people are coming up with? I haven't seen anything. People on, like, are saying like, anything. oh they were saying like I've seen shit like I don't know my Zach my buddy Zach was telling me about this, that he's seen this and he was telling me he he is the one that asked me, like, Have you seen some of these crazy ass theories? I'm like, yeah. What are you talking about, man? Yeah. What are people saying? Yeah. And um Apparently there there's one theory that he was also Zora was sent by Toki at some point on her journey into the future. He and then at some point found a fruit that sent him back in time and he actually was Ryuma. Like Zora but will like at, at some a point child in the at fe- a store. At, at like a Zora will now academy. Academy. At the yeah, some because point, he was that's what I'm saying. But oh, wait. He was Send sent back. forward in time by Toki. And then now, like, at some point, even past what we've seen, you know, in the future of the story still, he finds a fruit that sends him back in time. And he actually is Ryuma.
1: I don't know, man. Because, like, there was so... a character. Yeah, there was a that's girl, so there was a fucking gr- far. Fucking there, was, there, was a, there was a girl um, <laughs> who was a Marine, right? <laughs> yeah. There was a girl Marine. She had short black hair and Tashigi. glasses tashigi and she trained with zoro when he was a kid so really? like already that doesn't make sense no
3: I... you're talking about kuina that's not or Shige. kuina
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
3: same don't character know
1: don't know. <laughs> but i don't know this character very well so like but i remember her saying like i trained with zoro when i was a child
3: like yeah no that theory is rancid so, moving on yeah No, I mean, I think I'm pretty much like still subscribed to like Zoro was on the ship because it's been stated in the story that there was a ship like 20 or 30, 40 years ago that escaped from Wano and went to the East Blue. And then obviously, you know,
1: like he's a kid or something like that. We had we had
3: Shimotsuki Village with the dojo there that Zoro trained at that had the Kozuki crest on the on the front of the building, you know. So I'm just like.
1: He's a descendant. For of me, Wano it's it's people. obvious
3: that Zoro, you know, that Shimotsuki, you know, dojo master dude,
6: Koshiro, they, they came
3: over. Koshiro, they came over on the ship. Maybe Zoro's a, a Shimotsuki descendant. That Koshiro, being a loyal, you know, vassal to, smuggled away in in a turbulent time of Wano. Like obviously, I this Kyoshi like shit was I going like down. They're like,
1: hey, you yeah, know, we're. Y- You're some of our best warriors. You're descendants of the God of the Blade. And if Orochi is going to rule the land, they will use you. And if you refuse, they will cut down everybody you love to force you out of your scabbard to do what they want. Like, Yeah, I'd fucking run. (laughs) I'm trying to think
4: of other characters in One Piece that have green hair. We don't see that a lot. Like, ever.
1: It's surprisingly rare
4: buggy i don't think i don't think i mean i don't really watch the anime so it's like but he's blue does anybody in wano have green hair is that like common in wano maybe i don't
1: know it's hard to say uh um, watching the
3: anime i can't say i've paid too much attention to like what their hair color is but i would say you know the shimotsuki people are probably green haired but ryuma yeah. had black hair Ryuma so. had black hair yeah so it's like hmm who that who that who, who the mom Who the moms yeah are? That's why people probably put the Toki shit together. They're like Toki's the mom, that's why he's got green hair. She sent him forward in time. He got sent back in time. He's Ryuma. Ah. That shit but is no. It's so wrong. It's too bro.
1: complicated. It's too complicated for
3: For one, I think the scar on the eye obviously for one looks different. It's like angled differently. It's much yeah, for longer sure. and he's got another scar in his face. Obviously, he could get that over time, but yeah. I I don't I'm I'm not going to subscribe. To the Zoro is Ryuma theory. No, what the fuck? Is I definitely, that? That is I, so I, I view it as he's
1: definitely like an.
3: Uh, like, <laughs> I'm not uh, gonna say that much. It's,
1: it's the descendant thing because because like <laughs> Momo, because like if we skip to the part where they're like, this lady is crying about how Momo looks just like Odin. Odin. So like <laughs> like the Wano families have a very strong familial resemblance that just powers through every generation. So like. I could definitely see Zoro as being a descendant of the Shimotsuki Ruga. Yeah. Like, I don't see him as a time traveler. I'm yeah, about no. to hit him with the...
3: Nigete nanbono. <laughs> <laughs> Zoro.
0: You know, I, like.
1: <laughs> I want a color spread of Momo as a dragon just to see if Nox is right about that one theory that this has been foreshadowed since like chapter 30 or something.
3: Like 300 something. Page my... Chapter motherfucking 310, bro. Go look at that. That's a cut. That's... That's Momonosuke. That's for sure We know now that is Momonosuke. That's our peach boy. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, this Oh, this last motherfucking page. There's great lines in this chapter. dude.
1: Like, beyond the art. Just like the great lines. Like, uh... King, do you need a school or a style in order to fight? Just...
2: Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
1: Cold light. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you, lickspittle. this is the last moon you'll ever see. That's like, that's so cheesy. I love, I like that cheesy, like samurai kind of stuff like
3: i wonder um i've been waiting on the reactivation of sulong neko and inu bro yeah for sure for
4: sure but this line of dialogue from king talking about like not caring about a school or a style i feel like this is like really important i saw someone talking about it on i can't remember who was talking about it on twitter they focused on this page and like about um Characters that use swords but aren't swordsmen. Like we've been having that argument, or they've been having that argument, you know, inside of, um, you know, One Piece discussion and debate communities for a while about like what it really means to be the strongest swordsman when you have characters like Shanks and 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 Roger and Big Mom that all technically wield swords and blades and shit like that. But it's like, I think this is making like a, a very clear distinction that it's like you have you have blade users and then you have swordsmen. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. uh that was like a really cool um comment that I saw somebody make and it makes a lot of sense. It's like if we haven't gotten conversations like this in one piece before then I feel like this is like kind of big for it, kind of big for the world.
1: Yeah, it's it's the difference between like a sword swinger and a duelist, right? Like Yeah. I totally see that. I do like that line. It's like who knows by the end of you, do as you like. Who knows by the end of this I might be tearing your throat out with my teeth. Yeah. anything to ensure i win this fight and i just like that like king Fire. doesn't have a witty retort at that point he's just like ellipses right.
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> hmm.
1: let's just fight yeah. All smoke, oh, yeah. no more words king
3: yeah. well because he sees the resolve in him and he yeah. also see he probably recognizes Enma. yeah and he's like hold on this motherfucker is different hold on bro <laughs> what that that sword though
4: yeah what's up with that yeah like you know he might notice he might notice Enma. I don't know that he knows that. I think he was just shook by the dialogue, bro. He was just like, all right, this motherfucker is not playing.
3: So something I thought of that's funny, I know we talked about, I I brought up previously on the show, I was like, man, Momo, like, he's going to get leveled up as far as physically goes, but he's still going to have the mentality of an eight-year-old, like uh, Shinobu said explicitly, like, I can't age your mind. Yeah. So... I was like, oh, he's not gonna be able to do shit up there. Kaido, like he's gonna see Kaido unfold because he's got this trauma associated with him. But being that Kaido also has a huge trauma associated with Odin, if he looks exactly like Odin and yeah. shows up at the top, like, what's yeah. up? Like, that's this joint trauma going yeah. on. You know what I mean? I don't know how me. you did that shit, but oh I don't think I, but,
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still calling it that. Kaido has a moment of weakness where he notices grown-up Momo, and that's the moment where people strike. Just like, yeah, it's gonna take him off guard. I don't know.
4: As long as Momo isn't effective physically, I feel like I'll be okay with whatever his involvement mm -hmm. is. Like on the rooftop, like he can he can pull up. He can try to. You know twist and, and wrap around kaido or whatever but it, like whenever as soon as kaido's like ready to put hands on momonosuke he should be just like sent flying and not able to do too much so i mean like zoan defense will probably keep him from you know keep him alive <laughs> from like a kaido strike you know what i mean but like i really I, I do think it would legitimately be awkward if they were actually boxing up there you know what i mean like the situation yeah. is cool the double spread will be tight but like i feel like this is something that oda can fumble on i don't think he, i don't want to believe or say that i believe that he will but Maybe like, we'll i'm definitely going to just... let it ride out but like this is like the most worried i've been about like week to week one piece in a really long time but um but we have a back door you know we have a back door inside of like as awkward as this feels just like aging. a lot of people wanted him to grow up normally receive proper training come of age you know like 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 he fucking should for his, you know for his character but i think that this since shinobu ages and forward still got jewelry bonnie it swoop in age and back be age back you know I mean back, they know what spend I
1: mean. a lot of time searching for jewelry bonnie
4: I, I don't know, like, what, like legitimately, I don't know why Bonnie shows up. I don't know, like, like like I remember back when I was talking about it before, like, when I had the idea of Bonnie aging him in the first place, I was like, I don't know how she's going to, I don't know what circumstances are going to put her there, I just know she has this ability, Momonosuke, Kaido, it'd be cool to see some dragons fight, like I said that or whatever, but, like, like I didn't know how it was going to make sense, you know what I mean? and um And now that we're kind of, like, here with this, like, other kind of ability that's similar to Bonnie's, you know what i mean it's like we could we could we could have him in this form just for this raid is what i'm saying you know what i mean and then he gets put back and grows properly and i feel like a lot of people that are upset about this would like that even though it seems like really unlikely still even though it's a possibility i don't know what's going to happen it's fucking crazy to think about though mm-hmm.
1: man i do like that line that it's like with Odin dead, you're reduced to following a child. Don't mock youth, fool. We were no one before he raised a samurai. You see, everyone grows in life, and Wano itself watch over Lord Momonosuke's go. We won't like <coughs> let the likes of you steal it. I'm like, that's cool, cause like they like, what happened with like Orochi and all them? They really did steal his childhood. Yeah. And more than one. Yeah, they transported him through time so he could still be a child and survive. But like, yeah, by aging him, by having him make that stake you know, have that consequence. They've literally take This war has literally taken his youth from him. I love that.
4: Yeah, love well, that's, sure. a, that's a pretty crazy way of putting it. If they do keep him um old, they do keep him older, I still feel like he can still receive all of the training. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That he would have received when he was younger and he can still come into, you know, that exact same... You know kind of development that we wanted for him just with a 28 year old body
1: and i think that'd be hilarious that when he's like emotionally mature and like yeah. okay with like interacting with relationships everyone's gonna be like you're a silver fox yeah oh,
4: <laughs> yeah and it would and it would be like really it, i feel like it's kind of one piece like comedy to have you know a 30 year old dude acting like a kid you know what i mean oh yeah like I mean, those kind of scenes are super one piece you know what sanji I mean? now so, has yeah. a
1: competition let's go <laughs>
4: yeah. I, oh shit that'd be that's so weird to think about oh my god okay so
3: Nami <laughs> yeah. the dual panel of momo and sanji yeah i think Nami Swan. yeah Robin
4: I think people just don't want this aged Momo situation to mean that he doesn't get the arc that was kind of set up for him. You know what I mean? And although I think he can get that arc regardless. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's kinda yeah. like what I was I think that's kinda what I was just saying. You just do it in a twenty year twenty eight 28 year old body or whatever and throw some comedy of a of a grown man acting like a child in there and yeah, boom, like he's obviously piece. gonna start yeah. training and I shit mean, as soon. Watch as, him as soon hit as him with a over. line he's just, like, Oh,
1: it's yeah. okay. I'm still a child at heart, and yeah. I'm like, ah,
4: sad. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I just, I think people oh. just don't want him to be
3: capable off rip just because he's 28 years old now. You know, I don't now, think what? he's gonna come out here busting motherfucking... I know 20 uh, year olds who uh,
1: can't throw a punch.
3: Something yeah. waterfall, whatever Odin's move was. He don't even got swords. Yeah. But I did want to talk about like, if he's with, I don't know, if he's looking exactly like Odin do you think he's gonna keep the the odin two sword style you know what i'm saying and if so like what about enma i don't know do y'all want zoro to keep enma at this point i thought uh enma was um his sisters yeah but what's she about to do with it obviously i feel like isn't
4: that right i may
3: know is momos i may know how is momos and enma's uh but i mean i feel like in the case that he is like yo just let me get both of them to fight with she wouldn't she wouldn't hold him on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like she'd just be like, here. So, I don't know. I'd like to see... I still would like to see Zoro take Sweet still. I just want them to give him, I just want him to forge him his own sword. Yeah, that would these, be nice. If they're
4: making these fucking Ryuma and Ushimaru parallels and shit. Like, they're saying it on the page, in the chapter. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, they like, should, they should. like, if this dude has that thought, that thought is going to be communicated eventually and they should we, make him the zoro sword yeah you know what i mean like maybe a different name but yeah zoro still does <laughs> da-
3: <laughs> i just your face the zoro sword <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> the zoro sword yo, yo. oh, okay. oh 18- 18- Obviously, it would be called something way tighter, but no, yeah, like sure, yeah, they, sure. they they got to make nope. him his own sword because that's still something he doesn't have is a sword of his own that was yeah. made specifically for him. Yeah.
4: Do we have any um swords? I don't know if uh if, man, it's something that we're probably gonna have to Google, but I'm wondering. Like, I remember that like, Chu Sui translates to something related to like autumn or um aut- uh autumn rain or like autumn river or something
3: like yeah, that. Sui is you know? like a water. Reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I don't I know if anybody. I Wado, think Wado Ichimonji is like something, something to do with snow and the moon, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. I was. gonna I say... think Kiko talked about this way yeah, back. Yeah, I, on I the do show. remember that. I, I literally
4: just thought of him when you said that. Yeah. But um, but I the reason why I was saying that is like maybe his name could be something to do with snow and ice. But honestly, um, just because of like uh, Shimotsky I think is like ice or snow related inside of its translation. Um but yeah, I don't know. We like Zoro's just like not re- related to ice or snow like at all. I want to say like inside of his fighting style, inside of his personality, inside of his like development that we've gotten for him like mm-hmm. grew up on like a tropical like looking like area. you know what I mean. So like
1: oh yeah. man, you know, it's kind of interesting that like they say that he, he might be descended to like the God of blade because <laughs> I remember him doing like God themed attacks like ashura style yeah stuff so i was like ah yeah i could yeah. see that it
4: could, could have the word god in his sword somewhere that'd be some shit that'd be some that'd shit be, yeah be I, some I, shit. I definitely do strongly believe that like everyone you know in wano kind of sees what happens here and they're like hold on this zoro motherfucker like is Ryuma? like wait a minute and he's about to save the day yeah give this motherfucker a sword
1: Dude, that'd be kind of that'd be so cool. What and he's already had used... interactions
4: with Katetsu or uh, whoever, mm-hmm. whatever his name is that forged the Katetsu swords. Like he's he was, in this arc, he was in this arc in the beginning, fucking with Zoro and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah. 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 So
1: pretty, um, if they forge a sword, that. would they use Momo's Dragon Fire to help temper it? Oh damn. That'd be that'd be a cool panel, bro. That'd
3: be I'd a like like to see like them use a entourage. scale.
4: Yeah, put his scales in that bitch
3: Fucking put his scales in the sword, Kaido bro. scales in that bitch <laughs> Bruh.
1: The scabbard Zoro is get the
3: dragon scale sword on him, bro that'd be dope bro yeah, that'd be some shit Old bro dragon fang. bone sword on some elder scroll shit like mm.
5: mm-hmm.
3: that'd be fire yeah i fire would love super that sick. i feel like there's more lore stuff in here that like
4: We got to talk about, no, we talked about Shimotsuki and Ryuma. Talked about, oh man, Jackson here getting fucking shoulder thrown out of windows. I forgot about that. Wait a minute. Oh shit. Yeah, they're outside now. Yeah, Yeah, I completely forgot about these panels where they go back to Sioux Long. I'm screaming.
1: Oh, it's so good. I love the line. For 20 years, I asked myself, are you still a samurai of Lord Odin? Fire. Chills. How have
4: you Turn soon yeah whole Zach is up. shook
1: a hole in the I rough. said Zach,
3: Jack is shook yeah yeah he's like Ooh, he looks I don't so want to deal with that
1: I don't want to deal with that
3: yo Sulong is different <clears throat> I still wish they would have regenerated the limbs bro yeah <laughs> yeah wait a minute it's cool, though. it's cool though without it Jack the drought
4: Queen the plague king, king yeah, of wildfire, wildfire. okay I'm trying to. I, I, for some reason, I was thinking like four horsemen of the apocalypse, right? Yeah. But like wildfire, what's that like? War? Uh well, <laughs>
1: actually, um, Kaido. Could someone... be conquest.
4: Oh sure.
1: If 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 we were to do four um, plagues like the four horsemen, yeah. wildfire would literally just be death. Be death, yeah. And conquest would be. Yeah. War. Kaido. Died, because that's what he does. War. He he, yeah, yeah. he takes over. Um, and then you got the famine and and famine would be drought, and then yeah. plague would be plague. Yeah. Um, pestilence, pestilence. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I wonder if used...
4: anyone, I'm sure people have said that before, but I just like got the thought right now, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah.
1: I like the move that Queen has called Bridal Grabber. Yeah. Because it's such an old like it harks back to just like an old school scumbag bandit lord samurai move where it's like I'm a samurai lord and I'm going to sleep with your wife to be.
4: Oh shit. Cuz
1: I'm a douche. <laughs> yeah, Cuz like, I'm a douche. <laughs> Cuz I'm a douche and I'm addicted to power.
5: Yeah.
1: And I just like Ride yeah yeah. That... So I like that they're kind of harkening to that old school uh not to like condone anything, but I just thought sure. it was an interesting choice of title considering um queen's an like facial like his facial hair, right? Like the super Fu Manchu, oh, the yeah. massive Q. There's, there are cultural parallels here that yeah. are like, oh, it's the Chinese and Japan and China don't always, t- they're not. Buddies. Oh they're able- we're not Chinese. <laughs> yeah, wow, wow, yeah,
4: kind of thing. So Bridele like, grabber. Oh i didn't know what to think about that when i saw it i was like what the yeah. fuck kind of name
1: odd name but i was like this this makes sense i guess yeah. like it made sense to me
4: makes sense it makes but... a little bit more sense now with that yeah if that's if that's really a thing that he was going for that's
1: i love shit like that i love little shit
3: like that that mm-hmm. ought to be peppering in yeah mm-hmm. yeah man but yeah, yeah just, I, that's, again, that's pretty much all i've got at the moment so hyped to see this 2v2 man this yeah, 2v2. For sure. i hope it stays as a 2v2 because do you if we i do yeah. yeah what do you you want it to diverge into a 1v1 situation I wholesale I,
4: I guess i don't know what i want um i, I guess that's what i was expecting i guess that, that that's what that's kind of like you know you get like the initial back-to-back buddy cop clash or whatever mm-hmm. and then um and then yeah eventually it, it kind of suck because it's like this is the fight that people have been waiting for for these characters and as cool as it is that they're doing it together i feel like and not to say that what people want actually you know matters when it comes to one piece but i feel like a lot of people are really expecting to see like full power individual fights you know for these for these characters at this point so that's kind of like why i was expecting it but i'd be cool either way fuck
3: yeah dude give me some tandem shit give me some solo shit i don't give a fuck oda just write it I I think teamwork shit from them, teamwork shit from them because we so rarely get it, always fucking slaps so hard. Yeah. I like teamwork stuff. Especially from from Sanji and Zoro, stubborn assholes like them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's like just, I just always harken back to that moment in the groggy ring where it's like we never see them work together. They're always arguing. It's always 1v1s. And literally at the drop of a hat, Sanji's like, yo, or no, Zoro's like, yo, cook. Mm-hmm. help me out for 10 seconds and they just like flawlessly execute this fucking beast ass <laughs> combo like yeah. without a word said no planning right. nothing yeah. he just like oh you're spinning around let me hop up on your leg What Like,
1: i want yeah. them to do a thing where they're dodging the two attacks from like king and queen on these ends and they basically like roll back like sanji does like a back roll gets on his back and then uh Zoro jumps backwards and they basically land foot to foot and Ooh. sanji kicks him back at oh i see so, the vision i see like, the vision i want him to like just like and like Zoro's just like flip the egg and just went Mm, i see flap that jack that i want to see that. and, and oda's in that.
4: oda's very much so in his choreography bag for this arc so like we'll mm-hmm. see like some pretty drastic shit no matter what but that that scene in particular would be cold-blooded yeah. i think the best show would be so sick I,
1: it's like you know we I, we love talking about the things that we want and like i do <clears throat> like uh the point that you made like doesn't matter what manga any series from black clover my hero one piece whatever It doesn't matter what we want. The manga's going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. And like, there's always going to be people that like that stuff. And I'm just lucky that I like most of this stuff. Yeah, same. (laughs) Dude,
4: like, that's where I'm at. For sure, for sure. Well said, man.
3: All right. Well, yeah, I think uh, that's about all I had for One Piece. Yeah, absolutely. Same. Great combo, guys. All righty. Well, that's going to do it thank you all so much for watching if you did be sure to slap a like on this video be sure to subscribe to the channel to get more fire ass content week to motherfucking week be sure to slap a comment in that comment section down below let us know what you you know thought about this weekend jump if we missed anything you know we can talk about it down there stuff like that also like we said before you can go ahead and take a look in that description box down below where you can find links to any and all of our individual social media accounts such as twitter online communities like discord Places to listen to the podcast wherever you prefer, as well as links to support the podcast, such as our Patreon and our online shop, which, as we said before, we have just now reopened to the public and come out with some hot-ass new designs. Nice. So check that out, please and thank you. And with all that said, this will be another stupendous episode of the Project Manga Podcast wrapping up. I'm your host, Eagle. Knox. Yenis.
4: Sarabana.
0: Imagine your new bathroom